right? Good, how about you? Not, not so bad, just did a nice 20 hour drive, so nice. Damn, that's, where, where are you? That's awful. Oh, where did you come from? Um, What's up guys, this is Ron Leon, Triple FM, and we're recording today, in live, in studio. Right in here we have Cody Phillips. Uh, on today, guests of honors, we have Gabe Snow, and we have Claire Prince. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of diggity. Uh, I don't know, a lot of booze. I'm still cooking right here for all these bitches, and you know, but that's what I like to do. Um, we started the room a little early, so I'll just you can hop in whenever you want. And we already have Gabe Snow in studio, and he's already blessing us, and he just got out of a 20-hour drive, and he's just going to be doing his savage and talking all the diggity with all of us. What up, Gabe? Baby, you're recording, so um, we're, we're, uh, I'm going to use that animation of yours. Just, just. I would know who the artist is behind that. Oh, Camilla. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yo, she's she's amazing. She works for uh, she has worked for BBC. She's based in the UK. I got really lucky on her. She's great. Mm -hmm. How'd you find her? Is that the friend of a friend? That I no, no, no. I found her. Uh, I found her through Fiverr. What is what is Fiverr? Fiverr is a it's an app that you go through and then you find like interesting uh, just like people from all over the world like bitches uh, uh, freelance mm -hmm. so you can find like like graphic designers you can find like web developers um, and they could be based anywhere so like for instance like if you need a graphic designer that will charge you here for like to make I don't know to make your logo like I don't know, like what what's what's I paid for my logo, I paid two hundred bucks. Yeah. If I would have known Fiverr I wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah, it's uh, just freelance. Yeah, a guy from India that would have charged me fifty bucks. That's insane. That's I know. Nice, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all these jobs where people like kind of are bound to their agencies to make like shit money, so that's that's great. Yeah. Yo, so um so tell us for the viewers, introduce yourself. Gabe Snow. Who are you? What do you do? Um, what? Where are you based? And what's your favorite drink? Cool. Okay, so my name's Gabe Snow. What's up, Triple FM family? Um, Ron, thank you for having me. Cody, so great to meet you. You as well. Digitally, this is a meeting. <laughs> um, I like to refer to myself more so kind of as a personal development coach than just like a personal trainer. Being as my degree and my background is in psychology and neuroscience, so I kind of try to hope that a little bit more. Holy uh, shit! You know, synaptic activity goes on during my sessions than just like lifting weights and picking things up and put them down, even though that's <laughs> kind of uh, what people expect. I mean, yo, yo, but wait, hold on a second. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. so my degree is in neuroscience. Um, I was actually studying uh, mainly to become a, a, a pharmaceutical sales rep. I was like, I can totally sell drugs legally. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, did, uh, I had a, was one of my uh, neuroscience classes my junior year, and we were doing like a rat lab, and it was you know experiment on, on mice, and we basically found that highly palatable food so we were feeding these rats like high sugar and high fat pellets mm -hmm. and we were also giving them like mdma thc uh caffeine oh my favorite drugs 
they all, all the good shit. All the good stuff. So they, we were finding though that like the dopamine response was pretty like pretty similar from highly palatable foods that is to like some of these street drugs. And then we did another study where we were giving the rats uh, antidepressants, and yeah, like benzos, and then we were also putting them on a uh, like a, an exercise wheel to kind of measure, uh, measure their like dopamine serotonin levels and exercise was not only like more efficient it had a longer half-life than all the drugs we were giving mice so it was like okay basically what we learned is high fat high sugar foods are more addictive than drugs and exercise is a better antidepressant than the actual you know pharmaceutically created antidepressants ssris yeah. serotonin reuptake inhibitors to stop serotonin from dying in your brain where like mm-hmm. exercise actually creates new serotonin so I was like there's no fucking way I Dave tell us start pushing pills. tell us what's serotonin because it's very important for the viewers to know and I and I don't want to say and I don't want to say it I don't want to say it uh, uh, in my incorrect vocabulary so tell us so, so basically a serotonin what serotonin initially starts as is dopamine. So your brain releases dopamine, which is an excitatory chemical or hormone, whatever you want to call it, in the brain. And then dopamine will either translate into serotonin, meaning it'll make you feel good, like almost euphoric, mm-hmm. and, or it will convert into cortisol, which means that that's what is created when you stre- when you stress out. Okay. So that's where like too much dopamine, you know, some people can handle it and it turns into a stress response or it turns into a serotonin response. So it's basically like the feel-good chemical that is released in your brain that you hopefully pair with an association, something like exercise, and those are people who like exercise, or you don't, you get that excitatory dopamine response from it, and then it turns into cortisol, or you have a negative paired association, and you don't like exercise. So that's, you know, what I try to do is kind of measure people's you know, they don't really know it, but I'm measuring, you know, kind of narrowing their association with exercise and fitness and kind of physical therapy and creating as much of a positive atmosphere as possible so that they constantly keep pairing a positive association with things that they may not really enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, no one likes to do, you know, the tedious, like, physical therapy work that, you know, we all need to do. So it's my job to just constantly create this positive environment and just pair these associations that make people keep wanting to come back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so serotonin is the feel good, cortisol is the feel bad, um, and then there's eustress, which is the forms of stress, distress, eustress, eustress is like... And how do you guys... Alright, let, t- let me stop right there. So yeah. what, made you, what made you go interested in, what made you interested in going into that field? Uh, into psychology, um, basically, so when I was in college, uh, I, played, I played college football, and that was really all I knew I wanted to do, was just like stay in school to keep playing football, and you don't really get to choose from a lot of majors, because like, football just owns your life, and I was just, I didn't pick a major until like, my junior year, because I just couldn't get invested in something enough to really know what I wanted to do, and um, my whole life, go a little deeper. Uh, my whole life, I, I, I really struggled with mental health issues. Um, I was 302'd, which means I was like put in a mental institution against my will when I was um, 15. Oh, shit. So, I've kind of really always had those internal you know, struggles with my own mental health come from a family that struggles with addiction um, and depression, uh, suicide. So, I've been kind of in it my whole life without really, you know, knowing how much 
I was kind of already attuned to that world just from growing up in the, the, the world that I did. So, um, so once I took, it was just like a, like a general psych class. Um, you know, it was just learning about the basics of psychology and how the brain works, and I just immediately became fascinated. And they always say it's like a running joke in psychology, like, the psych majors are usually the people who need, like, the most psychological help themselves. Yeah. That's why we, like, take it. Um, so I was, like, immediately hooked. It was my junior year. Uh, I had a ton of injuries in college football. Um, and that's when I was, like, really overweight, like, almost 260, 270 pounds. And I was just, like, done. I was just, like, done, at, like, letting football rule my life. So I felt like I was kind of, like, forcing a round peg in a square hole. And I found something that I really enjoyed learning, which I have, I have AD, ADD pretty bad. So, mm-hmm. like, not so much the attention deficit part of it, but, like, the impulse part. So, like, if I find something I like, I, like, jump with, like, two feet and both hands head first. How old are you, um, Gabe? How old are you now? Uh, I turned 30 in January. So 15 years ago, you were put in a mental institution against your own will because you had mental, you have mental issues. And yeah, then, severe, so, severe depression, uh, uh, severe anger, uh, constant thoughts of like suicide, just that shit. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to um, just introduce myself while I'm here. Uh, this is AC. Hey, yeah. AC. What's up, How's it going? I hear community in the back. It's nice to um, hear from you, Kirill. Um, it comes to like the um, mental. You were saying like when you were fifteen, you were going through all of this. Um, what were some of the triggers that that, that happened as like um, as a child? You know, everyone has childhood trauma. Um, what were some of the things that triggered that? So if you don't mind, I'm an open book with everything so you can ask. Um, so it was really interesting. Um, my dad, uh, he, he, I was diagnosed with PTSD about uh, two times by the time I was like 16, and it was really just from like things I observed, like in the house with like a uh, uh, drug addict, alcoholic, or a parent, um, overdoses, suicide attempts, just all stuff that kind of tied to my tied to my dad. I was like a, a total. Daddy had no control over. He was great. He was like my hero. He, he played for the Jets. He was a no shit. Yeah. So he was, you know, he was the shit. He was everything I, I emulated. Um, so it was like, you know, my 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 mental fitness or hygiene, whatever you want to call it, kind of revolved around like how sober, clean my dad was at the time. So it was really interesting because my dad was always my football coach from age like five till I was about fourteen. 14, 15, and uh, he was always sober during the football season, and then spring would come around and he would fall apart, and that's when I would fall apart. <laughs> so we kind of had like rode this wave together, like unknowingly, because he kind of didn't really realize he was either like rehab or prison for the majority of my life. So he, he didn't really know that like he was causing that type of, you know, having that much of an effect on me. So it was really stuff that was just like triggered, like abandonment. Um, you know, if my mom forgot to pick me up from school, like that would trigger me. Um, really, anything that had to do with me putting my faith in somebody else, because the one person that I really had like put all of my, you know, all my eggs in his basket was the person who let me down the most. So At the same time, you were a child, like you were yeah. an, an adolescent, so you had you basically look up to your parents. How how does support so? How does that uh, have affected your relationships with other people, Gabe? 
Um, it's it's forced me to become like a severe dependent. Um, I was like that person that you would talk to with like liked and like popular in school, mainly just for being like a jock. Mm-hmm. But like I never really had like best friends. I was like I kind of did everything by myself. Um, mm-hmm. Which like I wouldn't change anything because of how advocate I feel now as an adult. Because mm-hmm. I've been, I've gone so long as just kind of you know making my own way. Um, but it definitely uh, it definitely caused me to be very weary into like who I put faith and trust in, and really just never like allowing myself to like have an opportunity to be with someone. Just one. You know, like if it was like, hey, can I get a ride with you? You know, football practice or something like that. Like it was like, no, I'm going to take two buses and a train to make sure that I get there because I don't want to just put myself in a position to feel that down. Yeah. Um, how's that? Uh, what about in love life uh, relationship? How would that? How how's that that affected? Because obviously, um, both of your parents, right? As as you say, have been. Um, completely very inconsistent with you and you know by I would say hard to judge because if they're all, all if they if they both suffer from depression and mental issues as well it's kind of hard to um, I don't know judge parents based on that so in, on the other end of where my dad was at mm-hmm. my mom struggled as well my mom uh really sad story she never heard uh, my mom immigrated here from England when she was like a teenager very very uh, British uh, you know English stern family she had never heard of I love you from either one of her parents until the day she got married whoa uh, so she had attributed her you know self worth and love basically from her family with being loved by a man um So when my parents split up, my mom's like sole purpose was to like find another man. Right. So I then, if I ever kind of like spoke up as a kid, you know, like mom, like you know, can you take me to school? Can you cook dinner after? You know, just the basic necessities. And you know, her and I have conquered all this. My mom's like my best, one of my best friends now. Um, but she really was not like attuned to be a mom at this time. She was just kind of very focused on herself. So. How old was she? It was really um, in her like early thirties. Now she's she's sixty sixty four now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just her birthday last week. Uh, so I kind of learned very young that like being a good son meant like putting myself like third on the list of priorities. Yeah. So it's actually and that I honestly has believe that's made me a very good lover and partner in a relationship. Um, not the best for myself, which is something I've had to like really teach myself in the last couple of years. It's also what makes me great at my job um, is because I can truly and honestly say that I put other people's priorities above my own and other people's well-beings above my own. Um, like I, I, I'll never forget, I, uh, I completed a personal training session while I was going through anaphylaxis, I'm definitely allergic to nuts, and I took a bite of a protein bar that had nuts in it and totally like faked it and choked it down. It was like swallowing my vomit in the middle of the session because I wanted my client to get her session done, and I literally went to the, the CVS to get an EpiPen. Did you tell her? Why wouldn't you just tell her? She she's one that's been with me for a really long time. Um, has a lot of mental health struggles as well. 
she came in crying. Um, she had found out that her she her uncle was renting her her house. She had just beat cancer, so her family was kind of helping her out. Oh, uh, once, once they found out that uh, she was clear of cancer, they were like, "Gotta move out." So she came in like bawling her eyes out, mm-hmm. and I had texted her a bunch of times not to come in, but she was on the subway. Yeah, and she didn't get the text messages, so she came in crying. And I was like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, so, sorry. Yeah. You're giving, um, hey, man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've made it a goal in my life to become everything that I did with that. So that's like a support system, a reliant person, someone you can always count on, a motivator. Um, I'm, I'm very constantly here to kind of help people financially, probably more than I should be. So I kind of think that I built myself to tie all the loose ends that I constantly as a kid, which is where I am like thankful for my upbringing because I do, you know, I'm a very confident person and I'm very thankful for who I've become. Uh, but yeah, I think I'll, you know, it's not really caused any issues as like I'm not a distrusting person. Uh, I definitely have like some abandonment issues. Like I'm definitely like, where are you going? You walk out of the room. Like that's for everything. Um, I think if anything, it's, uh, it's made me a better partner and a better friend. You can truly just learn at a young age how much I appreciate the people who are loyal and the people that do show up. Dave, you know, this is interesting because I don't think, I don't think, and I personally don't think that anyone um, that I, well, I don't want to say anyone that I know, but anyone that I know that doesn't know you and see you at first base that you, you have this background. And this is the most interesting thing about don't never judge a, a, a book by its cover because like the little interaction that I've had with you since I've seen you and I've seen you or know of you in the past three years since Performance House. And um, I, I like the times that we have say hello, goodbye, which is like seeing each other from the far, I would have never fucking know because you look... You look like a you look like a hump dude from the far that has his shit together and just like you know it's just like a very professional fitness trainer mm-hmm. and you know everyone no one I've never heard anyone talking shit about you I never heard anyone like it, all the comments around you are are very good so I think like this mom this moment that you're giving us for vulnerability it's 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 amazing yeah I mean even your Instagram like I just checked out your Instagram he loves you it's, it's all yeah he fucking I mean, loves you I mean how can I not but it's all it, you know it's all smoke and mirrors because you know we we curate what goes on our uh, social profiles <clears throat> totally yeah man yeah, yeah. I, I definitely uh, a couple of I, I, I know maybe Ron you know Nick Pags yeah uh, I, him and I did a podcast together where I really like I really opened up about a lot it was, it was years ago but um, yeah I mean it, that was kind of the same response you know and I do appreciate you saying that it means a lot to me but, you know the, the feedback that you have gotten from me hasn't been too negative so no brother like yeah, I, mean, I, did, I try to really just take everything that I've been through and learned and, and really uh, find a way to teach it you know and let people feel you know through my you know being able to be vulnerable it's just you know i guess it's those issues that we kind of just talked about i don't necessarily share it with just anyone mm-hmm. um you know it, it's it's kind of like it's my burden to bear but it's also like you know my, it's my superpower mm-hmm. um 
so yeah you know, well you know it also it takes a lot of strength to let everyone see you you know inside out because everyone can see the outside and you know they can you know, they can take it or leave it but you know you sharing the inside it's more of like oh shit oh okay so he's one of us and that's the thing right because everybody and, 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 I, and, I, and, I, and I want to speak for myself on this the shallow things all the materialism things that I've ever purchased and all the materialism things that I've ever required has never made anybody um, that doesn't have them comfortable and the people that can afford them still get uncomfortable by them so now I'm living in this world right now where I'm surrounded with people that love me and also I'm surrounded with the thought of like I'm gonna give unconditional love and also not only that but I'm gonna practice it so much that the only um, the only uh, uh, satisfaction that I'll get that I will that I will want to get is if I succeeded into making somebody smile because we all have this power we all have this gift into making everyone feel special if I succeed with that oh man that's that's the greatest satisfaction that I have and to, and, 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 and to your uh, what I want to say about you opening up and like being vulnerable is that like bro how many fucking big dudes like how tall are you 6'1 yeah how many 6'1 dudes are out there right now that are handsome such as yourself that have you know they have a good career going on and they also you know can I really talk about what's going on in their personal life because they feel you know like 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 impersonated in their own self because you know they can be vulnerable with the people that are surrounded with so yo like this 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 talks this talks a lot a lot about about like how much character can be and i really 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 appreciate that you um that you that you did this because i'm like i'm the same as you like i'm i'm, I'm the friendliest fucking savage anybody can be like don't get me wrong like I will shake your hand, I will tell you I love you, I will tell you everything, but the moment that you bite me, I'm going to tell you, you just did something that um, it can cost you a very irreparable thing, and it can either be up to your decision where this could go, but if you decide to go the wrong way, we're going to go to jail, and, and, I'm, and I'm completely okay with that, and, and you got to be okay with that too, so, um, we're very much alike there. Yeah. My, my mom keeps telling my Christina, my girlfriend, she's like, you know, he's the most loyal in the world, but like, just make sure you don't cross that line. <laughs> there was like a couple instances, my mom, she, like, she had all these boyfriends when I was a kid, and I was just so protective. And this one guy, you know, they broke up, and we were living with him, and we moved out, and I think I had like, I peed in his shampoo.
you know, falling out with himself and with his family. Because mm-hmm. I can't even tell you, like, if that's, if you're like, what's your dad's motto? Like, it would be unconditional love. And my whole life, from as early as I can remember, he would always say, like, very young, like five years old, very dramatic, gave, there's nothing that you could do wrong. Like, even if you wanted to kill me and you tried to run me over with the family car, like, I will love you no matter what. And he was telling me that four or five years old, six, seven, eight years old, and then, you know, all these terrible things happened with his addiction, his alcoholism. And pretty much everyone in my family abandoned him, except for myself. And we've never not had a relationship. And I, I honestly think that he would not have ingrained that idea of unconditional love in me so early on that I don't, I don't really know where our relationship would be. Um, so, you know, unconditional love is, you know, that's talking about a superpower, and that's something that I think not many people can. A lot of people say they have it, but it's like, you don't know you have it until it's put to the test. Yeah, man, like, like and, and, and the big, as you said, uh, until it's put to the test, and this is the thing, right? Because we all say, uh, or we all want to practice unconditional love until people don't reciprocate with what we think that they should do for us back. So, you know, when we give something or when we do something and we totally expect something from people, we, we expect something back. And that's not unconditional love. Unconditional love is giving with that with the intention of not getting anything back and with the satisfaction of no reciprocation. No reciprocation because the only gratitude and the only fulfillment that you get is their their happiness, their whole soul happiness. Absolutely. And that's the most beautiful thing, but we're still in green because you know we, we were designed, genetically designed to be selfish. And obviously if we do something for somebody, we wanna expect something in return. But to code our brain, to teach our brain, and, and, and obviously you are in this field, so you understand more, you, you can explain this way more than me. Um, but me as a, as a person that practices unconditional love now, more than anything, is that the satisfaction which is given without, like, like without expecting, just making everyone, like I have the gift to make everyone feel special, it's, Fuck, it's amazing. It's just like, it's like a superpower. It is, it is. Yeah. It's like, when you find, you know, if we're lucky enough, which I consider myself lucky enough to find that one person that, you know, I give everything for that's not family, that's like, you know, that's next level. I think like our parents always tell us, like, you know, wait till you have like a kid, but like you gotta find your partner before you have a kid. You know, and me with my partner, it's just like, you know, waking up every day and having that purpose of like making someone who's already special feel more special because they make you feel special. That's yeah. like that's the ultimate you that's, know, feeling. It's that's like, beautiful. How long you been? How long you been with your partner? Well, she's sitting right here, so I should ask her. I think <laughs> <laughs> um, like a little over a year now. Okay. Uh, very interesting. We were like you know a quarantine relationship, so we were like together very. You know, very newly. Yeah, so a little over a year. That's that's literally quarantine. Yeah, she she came to visit me when it was my mom's birthday, so April 9th, and then we pretty much didn't separate from April 9th. Oh damn. Okay. That. So I moved in with her parents in Baltimore. We both had apartments with leases ending in the city. And we were like, we're gonna go back. And I was like, well, I'm going back. You 
you bring it back to the conversation, I was just looking at apartments. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I could live in that apartment. And I was like, you want to? Signed <laughs> 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 so the lease like a month later. So we've almost been in this apartment a year now. Wow. Church, so. Wait, 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 hold on a second. So, so, so you guys made in April, when did you guys move in? Um, so we've known each other for years. Yeah, one of the actual good, you know, good instances that social media has, we kind of were fans of one another. Okay. Um, and, and, and interesting. Oh, so you guys are, so you guys already were flirting. Yes and no. It was like, it was flirting, but there was just like, I met her at Performance House, you know, back when that was the cool spot. Uh, we were filled, uh, do you remember Devin LeVay? Yeah, 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 Devin, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, Devin started like a meal prep company, and uh, he was, he was like interviewing fitness professionals, like having them do like a live taste test, mm-hmm. and she, uh, Christina got picked to do one of the like taste test videos, and she comes in at like nine o'clock at night, like voice like raspy, can barely like keep her eyes open. Only <laughs> person in performance house because like my nickname used to be Mickey Mouse in performance house. Like you, I was like the Mickey Mouse. You come to Disney World, you see Mickey. Like I was there at five a.m. until nine thirty at night every day. Hustling, hustling, grinding, twelve sessions a day. Fuck yeah, and that's my type of dude, man. Yeah, my last my last client had canceled. And uh, I just had to like deep impress, so I like I sat in on her little like t- taste test review, and um, I was sitting on the floor. And I hope this doesn't offend anybody because these are just her words, not mine. But I watched her do her interview, and then we ended up talking afterwards. I find out she's like just as much of a hustler as I am. She's teaching you know five, six mumble classes a day, doing her own training. Just moved to New York, but. Uh, she didn't follow up on me because I was sitting on the floor, so she thought I was really short. And she's like five nine. <laughs> How tall are you? He's really short. <laughs> each other well, and like that's where it all kind of like stemmed from. And when you are in this industry, like it, you gotta understand, like as much as you want to be your partner's like top priority, like it's it's hard because we give ourselves to so many people for so many hours a day. There might be a day where she comes home and she like just wants to sit down and not talk, you know, like same goes for me. And you just have to like respect, you know, the fact that you know what she does all day and she knows what I do all day. I think without that that respect in this industry, like it's it's really tough to have a partner. But okay, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna refer to her as a third person because I actually met your partner. So yeah. yeah, so Christina, I met her. I don't know when was that that road event, but it was it was a, it was a while back, and it was at uh, this gym we used to call. They closed down unfortunately on the pandemic. It was a gym that I really like. It's called Everybody Fights. They hosted an event there, and yeah, she went, and I was there also. I went. I wait. I, I've always shown up late to all these events as usual, and yeah, I'm very I'm very well known for that. And I was also there with my ex. Uh, she came to meet me afterwards, and um, yeah, Christina. Christina was, you know, she was a lot of fun. Like, um, I, I also like know that she was she, she was working at. Um, I think she was working on Rumble back then, and yeah, she was working on Rumble. So we all like we all talked about that, and it was pretty cool because we then uh, t- took pictures, and she was fun. She was fun, man. Like so, like today earlier, I think like earlier was last last night. I asked you like, yo, like. So Christina's your girlfriend? Like, oh man, like she's she's dope because I, I met her um, um, on that event. So like, that's that's, that's really great. cool. That's a power couple. You guys like, 
Thank you. Yeah, we, we've tried to keep it secret for as long as we could too, but yeah, I'm coming out. I mean, you can't fucking make it a secret if you like, bro. It's you guys are way too noticeable. Like if you walk in the streets of New York, if you walk in the streets of anywhere, I believe be, below Thirty Fourth Street, your asses are are known. Yeah, anywhere, any person that works out, they're like, yeah, I've, I've seen that girl before. Yeah, I think I've, I think I've seen I've, I've seen that bleach hair before. Yeah. <laughs> Bleach hair might have to come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so, all right, so, what's it, what's it, so, tell me to, because the topic of today, the main, one of the main topics was 420. So, do you smoke? Uh, occasionally. Occasionally. I would say more like celebratory. Okay. And, 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 why, why, why is that? Do you, do you not like smoking? So I had a couple stints in my life where I would consider myself like a little stoner. Mm. Uh, the first stint being, I was unfortunately, 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 I was kicked out of my first high school and, um, and then <laughs> homeschooled for a little bit of time and ended up finding out that my mom smoked weed. So then I was like, I can totally smoke weed. <laughs> so like, I had like a little stint when I was like probably 16, but... Um, was so serious about football and then like getting drug tested in college for football so that kind of like crushed any like you know isn't that fucking crazy that Michael Phelps Michael, remember when Michael Phelps got busted for weed yeah, the and they on. yeah and they took all his sponsorships like uh-huh. basically his career ended yeah, yeah ruined his, potentially ruined his life like, for fucking now weed now it's legal for fucking weed bro absurd absurd yeah. And then, so then, when I quit football um, in college, I actually, it was really funny, my ex-girlfriend that went to college with me, and this was like, I had no tattoos, I was very like clean-cut looking, immediately after me, she started dating like the townie drug dealer. He <laughs> <laughs> like, looked like, we looked like Post Malone. Like, we literally, we're still friends to this day. So, she, her and I tried to be friends after, she like, you and Danny would be great friends. I was like, that guy's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, you guys are a lot alike. And then she would say that. She's so insulted. And then he probably became my best friend in my last two years of college. So, oh, she did? But he was the first one who introduced me to, like, actual, like, medical-grade marijuana. Which, I mean, like, you remember the days where it was, like, mids and head, headies, like, minis and headies? Like, no. No, I don't, because I've never been a pothead. I, I've never, I never, I've never, like, really... Oh, I don't like smoking. Like, wait, wait, what were the terms? Like, Colorado and Cali weed. It was like, you know, I'm from the Northeast, I'm from Philadelphia. Like, you either had minis or headies. Minis or headies? $20. Yeah, basically, like, bottom of the bag or, like, actual bud. Like, shitty, dirty weed or, like, good weed. That was the difference. Minis and headies. Oh, like, man. You didn't know you didn't know what strain it was. You didn't know where it came from. It was just either like good dirt or like bad dirt. You took it. You took it in a language that I've I've never known. So I'm I'm fascinated by this. No, I have to say I recently I I was never like a smoker or like a stoner, but recently I've like gotten into edibles. I'm like, oh, this is actually I love edibles. Oh, yeah, oh, I fucking love it. Absolutely, I love it. So much fun. What's your what's your what's your story on edibles? What's your worst? What's your best? What's your best story? Oh, I mean, I used to do edibles in high school. Okay. Like when somebody wait, stop. Mike Tyson keeps saying he's My dog. I have a I have a Australian Shepherd, and he has a thing like all puppies for cables. So 
Stop. Uh, so we used to like buy brownies off kids in high school, and then I used to. I had a friend that we would like do a like a a, a pop brownie night. I guess we were, like, we're gonna dedicate this night to uh, pop brownies. I'm gonna do that next and week. We we would like eat a brownie, and so the, the the first time we did this, we ate a brownie, and um, we're like, oh, this this isn't shit. So we went to this like, pizza place, like. And, like, as we're ordering pizza, like, you know, like, when you get hit and, like, everything starts to fall? Like, that's what happened. So, huh? Yeah, a little delayed response there. Oh, yeah, like, it hit. I was like, how are we getting home? And then we basically went, he had a projector, like, in his, in his house. So we actually went and watched, uh, This is the End. And, oh, and, which was, like, a horrible movie to begin with. And then, like, when you're high, it's even worse. This is the end. This what is, is, what is, is, what is that about? It's, like, the, the, the end of the, like, like, Armageddon. Like Seth Rogen and all that, right? Yeah. Like, they're, like, Seth Rogen. Uh, probably not. I mean, it's horrible. But it was, like, it was, like, the longest movie I've ever watched in my life. How dare you share that to the viewers? Fucking shitty but movie. It was, shit, shit, shit. But it was, it was, it was, a, it was a good night. But now I, I use edibles to like go to bed. Gabe, what's your? I mean, so okay, we're gonna go back to you on your worst edible story. Gabe, what's your best edible story if you don't edibles? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I've had a little bit more experience with you guys than I enjoy. We, I'm literally in my living room right now. We were like at a coffee table. We were out in Aspen, and I brought back like way too many edibles. I'm like, we don't even do edibles. Like, I'll be right over. I've had this for now. The best travel experience probably. I used to go to Firefly Music Festival. Okay. Oh, you were you were you were you were in it. You were in it for the fun. Where's Firefly? Dover, Delaware. Dover, okay. Yeah. And the thing is with edibles with me, they usually make me very sleepy, like very tired. Um, and I don't know what was different about this day, but I had taken one, and um, I think it was probably because I just like discovered two of my like new favorite bands, one being Mr. Wives, I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. No. But I was just like... Oh, yes. ...with the singer like staring at the stage for like hours just listening to them play and I think it was more so like the you know the association with the music with the edible that was great um so not too you know not, nothing crazy but my worst edible times are they they definitely blow uh good times out of the water because that's a pretty tragic one hello you there yeah yeah, yeah I'm here I'm here so okay. So okay. So then, what's what's your worst edible experience? Uh, the worst one ever. Uh, that little stint that I said in like in high school. I remember I was not able to go to uh, my junior prom. I had to repeat my junior year. I went to two different high schools, but my first junior prom I wasn't allowed to go. It was a Catholic school. I ended up getting kicked out of. And, uh, why, why, why did you get kicked out? Oh, just talking back to teachers, not wearing the property before, just dumb shit. Like, I had enough detentions to where I would have to have been in high school for like two more years.
years to fulfill the detentions. And then I only had like a year and a half of school left, so they were like, you gotta go. Um, but I basically took an edible with my one friend who wasn't going to the junior prom. We went to like all the pre like the pre parties, like that everyone takes pictures at. We're just in like sweatpants and hoodies with everyone's like posters. And uh, same thing, super delayed response. And it hits us like a ton of bricks. We are terrified to go home. Um, I didn't, we had no idea where to go. So we went to the local movie theater and we bought tickets to, um, it's a Clint Eastwood film called Letters to Iwo Jima. It's in Japanese. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's a four hour long movie. Four hours? And yeah, it's like three hours and 45 minutes or something. I felt like I was in this movie theater for a week. And Fuck. I wasn't sure if it was actually Japanese or if my hearing had like gone because of the edible and convinced myself that my legs were sitting in a seat next to me and my torso was still attached. <laughs> so, full blown, like, just skits it out. Like, it was not good. Yeah. Um, and, wait, uh, sorry. So, Claire, just jump into the table. Alright, guys, this is Claire Prince. Claire and Prince, baby. How are you? What's up? What's going on? What's up? Good, good, good. Um, which is, uh, to fill you in, we're talking about 420, the best and the worst edible experience. Yep. Or smoking experience. Oh, my God. Yeah, James <laughs> just gave us the run, man. The, the worst was him going to um, watch a movie in a, a four-hour fucking long... I would fucking kill myself. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, it was not good. Oh my god. Claire, fill us in. What's what's your best and what's your worst? Well, I don't know. Like, I honestly I don't fuck with edibles, man. But I will say, like, um, I did, I did, uh, I did, I did take a, an edible. Well, it was a nerd's rope, right? Mm-hmm. And this actually over the pandemic. So. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, it was an edible nerd's rope. Nerd's. Yeah, that's okay, you piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah, there's these dudes called Splash Brothers, and pretty much, long story short, you buy a hundred dollars worth of whatever the fuck. So they they come in all different forms. So not like, like not baked goods, but like candy. You know? Yeah, so I like candy. Like nerds rope because I have a ship goods and Luna's on nerds rope, right? And it was amazing. No, I ate half the. Dick, and it obviously, you know, you disrespect edibles because I, just, I don't feel anything. I took this at like Friday on like 2 p.m. <laughs> I like where this is going. Yeah, I know. This is like a whole weekend. I took this, and I don't remember anything after 6 p.m. Oh my god! Up. No, it gets worse. I remember waking up at like 10 a.m. the next day, right? I have to go live. Sports Illustrated 12. <laughs> I off my ass. Okay, what did I do? What do I do? So I'm like desperately trying to like splash cold water in my face. Tell my roommate, like, hit my face, hit me in the face. Not working. So I put on my hair and I put on my matching, you know, whatever the fuck outfit that I have to wear. I log up that live and I'm just like. Hi guys, it's Claire. <laughs> and it was just 
You're such a savage. I would have, I would have, I would have quit. I mean, I mean, I once fought, I once fought because my, I was, all right, so, so, you guys are athletes, you guys know that uh, when we compete, that it gets a level of adrenaline, though, so like, when we're, like, about to do something that it's gonna, takes everything and everybody's watching, I don't think anybody can relate to that, unless, like, you, you also compete, like, in, can we all agree on that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, and one of the feelings, one of the major feelings, like you want to take a shit right at that moment, or that should. Yeah. True. Wrong. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I get pretty backed up during those moments, so I, <laughs> my body's usually doing me a favor there. Bro, I, I can't. You not. I take like seven shits right before a fight. Anyhow. Yeah, I, anyhow, I hadn't sleep. This is this is very common. I don't sleep very much after fight, like before the fights, before the night of the fight. And this was, I think, this was like my second fight in Bellator, or my third fight in Bellator. Anyhow, I hadn't sleep not even a bit. So now I'm chugging all this caffeine. So this has nothing to do with weed, but it has something to do with edibles. My coach decides he has Viagra with him. And he's like, Ron, I can give you something that's going to wake you up right the fuck now. And I'm like, what is it? He's like, oh, it's Viagra. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So I'm like desperate. I'm like desperate because I'm like, trying to warm up, and I think you're not, like, my body couldn't, couldn't, nothing, like, my heartbeat was just, like, dead. I was just, like, a fucking zombie. But did you get a boner? I did! So, but why, but why would you take that? Why wait, you wait, know? wait, wait, hold on a second. So now, I take this shit, 20 minutes pass by, I'm starting feeling warm as fuck in my heartbeat. It's just starting racing. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and I'm not getting a boner. This is the worst part. It's just like, I just want to take more shit, but now I'm like ready. I'm like, oh, this is good. Like, I feel really good. Um, so then I keep going, right? And then like right before, like I have to, Hello. like my boner was too high that I couldn't fucking fit my cup. And, my, and, and this is not because I want to brag, like, I'm not trying to brag or anything. I think just any dude that has a boner cannot fucking put a cup on it. So, I'm trying to, like, fucking put my cup because otherwise the commissioner would not let me um, fight because they, you know, they check you if you have a cup. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Bro, I kid you not. I have never done this in my life, but I just had to go and I was like, give me five minutes. I went I went to the bathroom and I rubbed one out and I stick a finger up in my ass and I took a shit. It was the worst, it was the worst and best experience of my life. I went out there and I won that fight. It was fucking crazy. It was crazy. Nobody, all my friends, everybody outside couldn't believe it. It was insane. But yeah. That's the closest, that's the closest and the worst that I've ever had. So you never had an actual, like, wheat brownie? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst, the worst, uh, 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 edible experience I had, it was, it was recent actually. It was at my old apartment. It was like five months or like six months ago. Um, 
I had bought a bunch of weed from this dealer, and he was very, very cautious enough to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you some edibles." And he, would you like a gummy or would you like a cookie? And I'm like, I don't really like cookies because I'm, uh, I'm, uh, uh, I'm lactose intolerant. So, and he gave me gummies, and I miss, miss, uh, uh, her. Yeah, and then. He, I thought he said, you should have one full, uh, one full gum if you're gonna go to sleep, and half if you just want to chill. And you already can already think. So I have the full fucking gum. I can you know I couldn't fucking. I was paralyzed. He took chill. I was. I did not. But I was in an elevator for like. 14 hours. It was bad, bro. Like, I had to call my mom. I had to call my mom because I was like, Mom, like, I don't know what's up. I went to throw up. It was so bad. I feel like, I think that that's the closest that a guy can bend in, like, fucking thinking that I was in labor because I almost shit my pants. It was fucking bad. It wasn't cute. Don't touch your girl. That's yeah, that's not that's not the best version of me, but it was definitely the worst version of me in that time. No more edibles. <laughs> no more edibles for me. I haven't done any edibles since then. Uh, but I do like I do like what I do is that I eat uh, I eat weed on pizza. I really like to smoke it, or I put it on crackers, and I eat a lot of mayo. So it's like a mayo cracker with weed, and it's fuck it's delicious. Like it's amazing. Yeah, you open my fridge, it's full of fucking bolt light, a lot of white cloth for all the guests, <laughs> and it's fucking mayo, this... Fucking guests, are you having over and drinking all that white cloth? Oh, like, Cody, Cody's here, so Cody, Kaylin... Kaylin does not drink white cloth, No, we can she brought her. Kaylin, Kaylin's fancy. No. Do you have a pork screw? Karen's like, you disrespect me. Yeah, Karen does not. She's fancy. That's true. I'm going to take a beer. I'm just going to give a shout out to my aunt who I can see online here. You want to invite her to speak? I don't know. Does she want? Let's see. I'll leave. Okay. All right, let's see what happens. Let's see what she wants. What was I going to say? Um, by the way, so, okay, so for the view, for the listeners and for the viewers, um, Claire, tell us who you are, what do you do, and what's your favorite drink? Jeez. All right, like, regular drink or alcoholic drink? Yeah, alcoholic drink, not water. I know you have to drink water to keep, you know, to, to live. Um, okay, who, who, who am I? Oh, who am I? Um, who are you? So my name is Chris again. Who are you? Who am I? Um, I am a trainer in the city. I work um, independently and I also work for a bathroom gym as well. Okay. Um, I'm, that's pretty much a little bit about what I do. I'm just a trainer, nothing crazy. Um, and my favorite drink. Alright, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there, very respectfully. She is one, I mean, you guys saw her, you guys saw her profile on the, on the gram. She's a fucking superwoman. She's bad. She's just being very humble because that's his personality. That's her personality. But um, she can sell herself short. I want to sell her so short. 
She's the fuck. She's fucking up. If you look at her and on her Instagram, she's I am the Batman on 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 Instagram. You can look at what she does. She's gonna put like there's no excuses. But then yes, go ahead, Claire. You were saying. <laughs> Like you were saying. Okay. Um, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, my drink of choice has evolved. In college, I was very Red Bull vodka. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. Now. Well, that's dangerous. That is very dangerous. Uh, no, man. I, I mean, it was great. It was great. Like, in college, <laughs> when I was when I was fucking around, like Red Bull vodka was my drink, and then like throughout the day, like, you know, when you're cracked out trying to get papers done, I was like, Reese's Pieces and regular Red Bull. So, like, I was like, I'm surprised my heart didn't stop. Like, it was insane. I'm, me too. Just on edge all the time. But now, I'm a, I'm a whiskey. I, I drink a lot of whiskey now. Okay, do you fuck with whiskey, Gabe? Uh, whiskey, I had our games in college. Oh. Yeah, like the, I, mean, I drink my, I drink a healthy amount of wine, for sure, but um, if I want to get right to it, whiskey, whiskey. You guys are classy. You guys are definitely classy. I fucking drink Bud Light. Ew. Yeah, I know, that's what everyone, that's what everyone says, but I, I, I give, I don't give, I give two fucks. No, I, I like a nice, like, Bud, like a regular Budweiser with the red label. But yes. It's like a tall boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's my type of dude again. This is a, this is why Cody works with me. My type of dude. I could never I could never get into beer. Like I could just never get into it. I'm like stop. It makes me fat. I don't want this shit. Like I'm just saying I could never get into it. Every time you ever. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm being I'm being rude. Have you guys ever met Claire? Gabe Claire? No. Oh. Oh well well fuck. Okay so Claire. Gabe, Gabe, this is Claire. You guys are, both of you, both of you are up to, I paired you guys up because you guys are up to the same standards, I believe. Close enough. You are, um, Claire is extremely gorgeous and talented and a super savage. And uh, Gabe is also a fucking stud, handsome dude that fucking works out and also very vulnerable down to earth. God, so like you guys... Fucking, you're, you guys are on the same level. Should we introduce Kaylin? Yes, by the way, in studio, I have my friend Kaylin. He, she just arrived. She was in a, she has, she's a lawyer, so she has a very serious she job that she doesn't take so serious. <laughs> no, I Because she, she makes money. She, she makes money. She's, she's a venture capitalist, so she makes money for a bunch of people hmm. that we're never gonna ever get to meet unless we create the next Facebook. But yes, I did just ask her if she was a flight stewardess because I I don't know if she has that look, and then she's like, oh no, I'm close, like a lawyer. <laughs> the same, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's nice meeting you. It's nice meeting you. Nice meeting you, Karen. How's it going? Karen. Kaylin. Yeah, Kaylin. 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 Also close Kaylin. enough, though. I'm just not a Karen. That's all we need to know. <laughs> That's all anybody needs to know. Okay. Um, Alright, so let, let's make let's make it let's make it a little fun. So what do you guys think about Tinder and Hinge? Have you have you guys used any of those apps? I have no idea what any of those things are. Okay. Do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Or they? No, I, I'm a I I I don't even identify as uh, well, straight, I guess. Um 
I like men. There, there you go. Um, I have, no, I don't have any of that. Yeah, what about you, Gabe? I mean, now you're locked in, right? But before, before you are, before you were in a relationship. No, I literally, I, I think I had downloaded Tinder the first week of living in New York, and then realized how I was never going to have a life. And right. Immediately yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, this, this is just taking up data. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it didn't last very long, so no, I've got no experience on either. Yeah. Which I think that better than we're like two of the people I know. Probably. <laughs> that have no experience on it. I was literally like asking my girlfriend Christina the other night, I was like, is it swipe right or swipe left? What's like the reference again? Like to like, like pass on something? <laughs> like I didn't know which one it was, but yeah, so we're, I don't think we're the best Rob on the Tinder Hey man, this is like I mean we're we're I'm I'm recently I'm recently single in the past like in the past three months and I downloaded Tinder a couple weeks ago and I've been I'm in this I'm in this thing where like I don't really like I don't really like quantity and I'm not the most interesting dude in the world, so... Yeah, why not? Like, That's the right answer. Like, yes. Please. No, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, compared, compared, to, compared to people like yourself, no, I'm not. But um, I'm not really interested into, like, like one-night stands, if I may say. Wait, can I can I interrupt? Yeah. So uh, Tinder is more one night stand. I mean, Tinder is more of like a broad spectrum of like one night stands to relationships. Hinge is definitely more related to only relationships. My experience is they both want to catch a D, like in the in those apps. <laughs> yeah, they it's just like in, in Hinge. Yeah, um, same. Gay Hinge is different. Yeah, gay Hinge. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're both like. I know, so, yeah. I know, but that's yeah. Um, so I'm just like. I'm just like I'm not interesting to. Yeah, and well. Oh, we're gonna touch yours up. What? Uh, Cody has grinder. Cody, do, are you in grinder? Yeah, I'm in grinder. Yeah, Cody's in grinder. Cody likes to catch a D. I've got a lot of friends who are, who are gay who, like, they show me their grinder. Like, that shit's savage. Yeah, that is savage. No, that is like, straight. You're basically pimping yourself. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which is like, I mean, all the power to you. I'm like, straight people can be that savage. Like, they. Like, it's funny because there's, there's no, like, there's no, like, apps that are this the same equivalent with straight people. Right. Like, I think that's kind of your Tinder, but, like, not. You know what I mean? It's not the same yeah, platform. We're still judging ourselves too much, I think. I do have to say, my, my aunt is listening on, and <laughs> she's she's texting me, like, oh, my God, you love Grindr? I did invite her to, to talk. She's just looking, she's looking for love, man. I am. I'm looking for love. I'm looking for a rich husband. Uh, what sorts of um, what other I mean, attributes are are that are we wanting to find here? Other than rich, what are the, what are your other requirements? Oh, that's it. Rich. Perfect. Oh, right. that should be easy. I think that's it. Okay. Yeah, I mean. You're in the right town. No, I mean New York is the worst. And, um, New York days are the worst. New York days are the worst. <laughs> oh my God. 
nobody wants to like settle down and I'm only like 25 but still like I just want like to like is a billionaire too much to ask for well what's your age what's your upper age limit well it depends on their net worth okay so it increases with their net worth it's quite 750 million dollars Get out of here. I really believe in your premise. Listen, listen, it's it's a case-by-case -case basis, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, let's see. Is he a cute 99-year-old or, like, one of those gross ones that rules? Well, at 99, I think everyone knows <laughs> the price of 36, and I do. Um, what's your, what's your, um, on that now, what's your experience with older people? Claire, you go first. What's my what? Your experience with older people, with older men. If you if you if you had, I mean, in, in typically uh, throughout my dating uh, career, I normally go up. I normally date up. Like when I was seventeen, I was dating guy like twenty four, not you know. And then when I was what twenty two, I was dating someone that was like twenty six. Okay. You know, and then. Like 23, I went up to like 32. Like, where do you go? I don't know. Like, I would go up. But right now, like the last guy I dated was only like five years older. So I typically date older than me, but I, I don't think I've done anything like 10 years plus. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's that's my experience. Okay. All right. So that's, that's still within range. I was yeah. just going to say normal range. Right? Yeah, that's still within range. Normal range. Wait, hold on. Hold on. If, if, if like, you know, Brad Pitt, you know, showed up. Like, I'm not going to say no. Like, he's got about 15 years on me, and I'm perfectly fine with that. I think Brad Pitt has, like, 25 ageless. years. He's, like, ageless. 25 for... years on you. I would say if Brad Pitt showed up, I would tell him to go home. I, I mean, know. even I would tell him, like, hey, man, like, I, I'm not, like, you and I are not going to have sex, but I, I, I will lick your face. Yeah, for sure. Hey, yeah, he's got a good job. No. No. He has a lot. No. That's right. Yeah. He's not somebody I've ever really, like, lusted after. But he's an objectively attractive man. Like, one can admit that no matter what, whether you have a crush on him or not, you can just be like, yeah. I mean, he's a, He's got a very symmetrical face. I think if that's your minimum requirement, then yeah. That's actually most human barometer for attractiveness. Yeah, you don't think, even realize it. Symmetry. I think he's very approachable, very good-looking. I'm symmetrical. If we want to get into the psych degree, that's how babies deem somebody attractive or not. Why? Symmetry. Symmetry. Somebody has asymmetrical face, they'll cry. Like, don't read an asymmetrical face, they'll cry. And if you show them a face that's identical face. on both sides, they will. <laughs> <that's how it laughs> what do you? What about you, Gabe? What's your? What's your, Have you? Have you had a cougar? Um. My mother's Pilates teacher when I was in high school. Oh! That's a good one. Oh, you banged that. Oh. And that was, I think I told you earlier, that I, actually I didn't, didn't, didn't release this word everybody, but I actually, uh, my mom threw me out when I was in junior high school. So I was actually living out of like my car for half of my junior year, and I lived with a family my senior year. So it was like kind of like a way to get back at my mom. Oh, oh shit. Damn, it's badass. That's rough. That was my only Mrs. Robinson experience. I've got a question. What counts as a cougar? Because it's got to change when, as as the man ages. 47 like, But for, what if you're 35? Where did you find that number? Huh? Where is that? Where did you find that number? My experience? 
Oh. No, 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 no. 47 and up, you said. Yeah, my experience. Oh. Okay. Oh, I know who that was. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. Ooh. Wasn't that the Spanish again? Oh, yeah. Oh, what? How? <laughs> Yeah, no, but she wasn't even, but, okay. She's actually older, but yeah. Well, she is now. Well, she is now. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Much older. Um, damn, okay, so Gabe, how old was she? So she was probably, I don't know, like maybe early 40s, late 30s. Oh. She was like 17. So early 40s, late 30s? That's, that's okay. <laughs> so she had yeah, but if he's 17, that, that makes okay. the difference. Okay. So she raped you, bro. She raped And that was statutory for sure. Yeah, that, that was rape. <laughs> That's considered rape. Could you could use the lawyer back then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can still use a lawyer now. But, you know, we don't give a shit because it's not, it's not the same thing. No, it was, it was for bragging rights back then. It's not the same thing. I mean, mine was accidental. I, like, I met this guy. Yeah, what was accidental? You accident? Wait, you accidental my, my, falling my, to my, a dick? My, my oh, Uber what? story. Ah. Oh, Uber. No, we, we, like, we met at a wine tasting. So bougie. Ooh. And we went to a few dinners. I was like, oh, he's, like, a cute, like, 25-year-old. And then he actually came home with me one night, and he slept over. And the next morning, I was like, so, how old are you actually? He was like, 37. Oh. And I, uh, I ended, ended it there, yeah. <laughs> Wait, how old were you? I was probably 23 at the time. And he's 37? He that's, 37. Not, that's, that's, not, that's not a bad age. I, I think I was more just shook that, like, he lied he to you. He still had roommates. Oh. Uh, yeah, 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 no, no. He still had roommates. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we have that we have two females in the room. So, what do you guys think wait, about wait, wait. Oh, 37 oh. year old? <laughs> wait, I thought you meant. I thought you meant me, Caitlin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you're. Unless you want me. To, unless no, you, you want me to categorize you. No, no, no. I checked this morning. I'm a boy. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Will you pee? You just pee in my bathroom again, too. Oh, boy. All right. You help it in. Fucking pee in the bathroom. All right. You help you, you hold your winky, you pick it in, you're a boy. Genetically, you're a boy. Alright, that being said, what do you guys think about 37 year old men having roommates? Yeah, that's a bit weird. Is it weird? I have to say, okay, what, what, what? I have to say that in I actually don't, yeah, like, I think that there's a difference if you're in New York and. Like, it, it depends on what you do, and frankly, like, for a guy I'm dating, I don't give a fuck what they do. Okay. Do not care, as long as they have, like, some passion about it. So, if, if they were really in New York... like, that's the limit. Okay. Right? Yeah, maybe. If it works with Old Navy, are you going to do Okay. That? Well, you know what? We probably just don't have that much to talk about, so it's not the fact that it works with Old Navy. She's so nice. But honestly, like, I, I know that living in this city is expensive as fuck. Mm-hmm. And look, if you're, if you're trying to do something and you live with a roommate, like, is it ideal? No, just because, like, it makes it harder to exist as adults, right? You think, like, if you're dating, I'm 36. So if I'm dating somebody who, you, what you said the threshold was, like, 37. So if they're my age, like, I'm expecting well, 47. them 47. No, 47. Oh, oh for a cougar. 47 for a cool... 47 no, 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 but you were saying, what do you think of a guy... Oh, 37. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 37. So, I would say, like, at my age, I'm expecting that we do, like, 
sleep over at some point and like right. have breakfast in the morning or whatever it is. Like at a certain point you get comfortable fairly quickly the older you get, but like do I want to be waking up and being like, oh, his roommate is sleeping downstairs. I better not right. like wake him up or oh, his roommate, I don't know, they share a wall. Whatever it is. It's just like the logistics are difficult. Oh my God. And so that is where I think it's tough. But like it's a case by case. How supportive can you be? I got my own. I mean, so then he will have to be at your place the whole time. That's fine. I like okay. my place. Okay. <laughs> I've seen her place. And her place is awesome. So it's, it's, it's clean. It's clean. And it's well decorated. So. I mean, you've never been there, but yes. You her saw place, it on I did for like two hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her place. We were on FaceTime all night. Yeah. All, all. No, but like, she's also like. I, I feel like I've known her for a very long time, even though we only met. Definitely in another life. But I know that I know that she's very clean. She's and very she, like, she's very good at decorating, and she's a lawyer, so she has that money, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I would agree to <laughs> she a probably has everything that you said once a week. Everything that you said. Every other week. Claire, Claire, what do you think about thirty-seven-year-old men having roommates? Ah, uh, it's kind of weird. I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. Would you date? Would you date a guy that's a thirty-seven-year-old man that is very handsome but has roommates? Done. No. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> See? Well, okay. Dating with and sleeping with are two different things. Sleep, yes. Dating, no. I would actually go the opposite direction. If I'm just hang on, quick sec. No. no. I would say like if I'm just there for a hookup, I can get it somewhere else, and I don't want to have that fucking awkward run in with your roommate in the morning. <laughs> So I'll somewhere else. Oh, I'm really nice. I'm like, and about, hey, no, not into it. Don't want the small time. and kind of fuck off. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's yeah, but you said okay, Gabe. What do you think about a thirty-seven-year-old woman that has a that has roommates? We they give no fucks. I don't. I mean, I don't care. You'd be like, have her join. What the barrier? No. What? <laughs> that's that. You know, that's funny that Actually, you. Actually, for you, no. I that, mean, that's funny that, that you said that because again, that's what everybody believes about me, and then they don't know that I'm just like a one-type woman. Well, type well of I know you are. Yeah. But a generic, yeah, everybody just knows like, things about that. They're like, I don't know. I mean, like, a threesome with a roommate, and then you, like, run into them in the morning, and then you're still dating, and then you, you know what I mean? Yeah, but then the two girls are having breakfast in the morning, and she's like, what did it mean when you, like, held the scrunchie for my hair? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. She's, like, off doing something awkward in the side, and they, they have to face each other over there. Game. Five or one, I don't know. Game, 37-year-old woman, will she get it or not? Uh, if you were single, of course. Dating or just like for fun? Uh, dating. She had roommates. I I don't I don't know. So just like in, that's tough because again, it, I think it's back to what Caitlin said. Is like it's about kind of what they do. So right. They're like super. Because to me, it's like if you don't have purpose, you don't have passion. Like I'm not interested. Yeah. So like if they're like you know I don't know fucking badass artists and like they're trying to make their shit work and they have to have no. roommates like fuck it you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm with you again. Um, 
So, like, I would respect that. But, like, ultimately, I think what people, especially as New Yorkers, what I see always happen is, like, there's a huge power dynamic in, in relationships. And it's, like, if one person has a base and one person doesn't, you inherently become, like, the crash pad. Like, everything you Yeah. Yeah, true. Which again, I'm not mad at. Yes, I mean, yeah, clearly. No, it's great. It's amazing. It's uncomfortable. Like, there's nothing worse than that. Like, one night where you're like, yo, you need to go. Like, I need some time. I need some space. Right. You know, and me being like the person I am, like, I'm someone who struggles with that. So, like, I, I was in a relationship for, like, two years. And it took me, like, one year to basically be like, can you not stay over tonight? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's tough. That, that is, is tough. rough. Well, I think it's also really tough because it's, you can't go... Someone who doesn't have roommates. Yeah. You just become the... You become the and going backwards is hard. Because if you've already... Because if you're in the beginning of the relationship and you're excited and you do have them over a lot... At some point, it's not going to be as fun, and then you're just going to be like, well, fuck, I've been letting you stay over every night for how long? Right. Now to tell you I don't want you here every night makes them feel bad, and now you're like, fuck, how do I approach this? Like, It's just that I literally need space, and yeah. it's not about you, but you have to tell them that even though they've been here every night for God knows how long, they have to be here less. Yeah. Exactly. That's so rough. Ooh, I've never been... Try to correct, which is like making sure. That, and if you do move in together, you don't move into the other person's apartment, or they don't. Oh move yeah, in. you're you're all for a new space. You get a new spot, neutral ground. Like it can't be, you know, it can't be. Uh, there can't be any power dynamic there. Like, you moved into my apartment, it's like no motherfucker, this is my place too. Damn. No, I think that does. You're right, though. I've I've not personally experienced a, like someone moving into my space or me moving into their space. I've only done sort of like a new, a new place, but it wasn't by design. But I have had friends who've had that sort of like, I'm really precious about this space because it's my space. Or like that was my closet, even if it's just the hall closet. Right. It's like that was the overflow for my shit, and like now somebody else needs it, and you feel encroached yeah. upon. And it's like nobody wants to have those fights because you know. You can't say anything about it because you're like, well, I invited you to move in, right? You right, decided right. you would move in here. But, like, that tension under the surface does cause potential problems where you're just like, totally. yeah. I mean, that's kind of rough, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I just have very um, less expectations about what my partner, as long as she has passion and she, like, loves what she wants to do, I have very less expectations of how much money or like if she's living with roommates and because she's also an artist is just struggling I'm like yeah you do girl like I mean I get it no I have to say money and money but, is different I but think. also I'm like also the type of guy that like I don't care how much money do you make like if you're a millionaire and you still make a lot more money than me I'm still gonna pick up that check at the end of the night and I'm, I'm not gonna ask you and it just, I'm still gonna go buy groceries for us I'm still gonna be like I'm still gonna take that Role and that's not even yeah I'm not that not even because there's like a, a semantic where like oh um, I make more money so like it's okay if I pay no it's just because that makes me feel comfortable and I'm very hopeful that if that will make you feel comfortable as well and I think that I've never had a problem with that listen I have to say I yes I would love to marry a billionaire <laughs> because of financial security but. I'm also looking for love. So... Are you looking for everything? 
Well, yeah, but like I can have one before the other. You can't. You can't throw that. You can't have both. You know that, right? If I met, okay, look, this is my plan. If I marry a billionaire that's ninety nine, he's plan. I want to hear the plan. He's gonna die. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, so and then he can marry for love. Year. First marriage and for money, second marriage for love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So it's more about financial security, stocks, bonds, like the whole thing. Bonds! <laughs> that's what you are talking about marrying a 99 year old. That's what Carrie did help you because that's, that's what she does. Yeah, Somebody I like, but I need financial security for the future because honestly, like I, I don't know if you if you see me, but I'm not made to work. <laughs> he is not. He he has a, You have a porn mustache, so you show up today. <laughs> he like, also makes So Cody has this very baby face, <laughs> and he showed up today with a fucking He's 70s a porn no, I have mustache, no, no, I have a porn which tattoo. only says, which only says either I come a lot or I want you to come a lot on my face. So well, it's like either either to, one of them. Is that enough real estate to no, like? Yeah, I have, I have to say my I look I look exactly like my father, and my entire family wants me to get rid of it. Oh, okay. Watch it last night. No, I like it. Okay. Oh, I like it too, so fuck them, right? Leave it, man. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> I like it. It suits you. I like it. I, I, I cannot grow much. If I do, I look like a mariachi. Yeah, I look no, like... No, I, I had a cousin. I, I like tried to grow a beard, but it was like so patchy. And yeah, my, my shit is patchy too. I look like Mario Bros. I, I just can't. I, I can't grow a beard. I, I look like I'm the one that makes you walk a mullet. I, I just... I, and, which I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, but as soon as, as, soon as you think like I don't speak English, then like, then it gets rough. They're like, um, um, senor, you, 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 um, study in? And I'm like, um, I, I... Can perfectly speak English. I mean, some people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? All right. So, so, all right. Uh, fuck. I think I, lo- I lost the the shit that I was gonna say with this topic. Um. Yeah, I know. Cody's porn stash. It's important. It's an important topic of conversation. Um. What about? Oh, that's here. What about? Uh. Hooking up with somebody that is 37 and only has roommates. Oh, you know what? Fuck that. Skip that. What do you guys think about one night stands? Great. Val, what do you think? I am sorry. What do I think? I think you're sorry. One night stands. Val, you're. This is the, okay. So, so those of you that don't know, this is my aunt, but she's my biggest supporter. She really hates the porn staff. Hi, Amal. Hi, Amal. Hi, Amal. Welcome. The floor is yours. Amal, Cody, Cody, he is, he works with me, and I completely support the mustache. Just at, at Triple FM, he's completely supported. You know what? I feel like whoever walks into this apartment and this studio and the range of space that you carry is accepted as how they are. So, yes. I don't know. 100%. I don't want to discount your opinion, but I have to say, maybe you're not the best one to say because you do, in fact, accept everyone as they are, which I is do. a beautiful thing, but it doesn't mean that the world is ready for the porn stash. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'm shaving it off tonight. Do not. Do not. What is, what is your view? 
my view on your on your mustache? Porn staff, yeah. Porn staff, yeah. Porn Porn staff. Staff. Like your Aunt Vicky. Hey, what? Aunt Vicky? Oh, I mean, she's a cunt. She's a cunt. Oh, okay. Aunt Vicky's a cunt. It was more of a joke. Fuck Aunt Vicky then. Yeah, damn. Right? Yeah, we don't mind Aunt Vicky. Oh, okay. Oh, we heard you look like your father. You look at the camera. I look exactly like my father. What do you guys think about one night stand? But she would never change a diaper for a million dollars. Oh, oh I mean, she, she's been listening in the entire time. She would. I mean, come on. A billion dollars. As soon as they show the $100 after the other, I mean, I can't you not, but... I would do anything for like $100 at this point. $100? You wouldn't you're do the Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk. Okay. Let's so talk you see, the more the, the more he drinks, the cheaper he gets. I, you're right. That's so actually, you see, that's... that's you are. <laughs> you are. It's a flaming balloon, my Wow. Uh-huh. You're four tequila shots and then you're wow. ready, huh? <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right for all the listeners. Um... What about you, Gabe? When you were single, what about what do you think about one night stands? So I mean, I'm just like so much of a romantic that I can't say that I've had too many of them. Yeah. Uh, but I will give you my my first one, and this will be my last uh, my last edition as I gotta hit the sack for 20 hours. Gotcha. But it was my freshman year in college. Uh, Always been in relationships, and you know, finally had my first one night stand. And uh, the girl gets up after bed, out of bed, and she walks out of my dorm. And I sit up on the bed, and I go, "Oh, where are you going?" And she goes, "What? You want to cuddle you, pussy?" What? <laughs> no. She said that. You guys are neighbors. Just like, what just happened there? Wow. Wow. That would emasculate me immediately. Like, if I had, if I, if my dick was ever, like, maybe, if maybe if I was still having a stiffy, my dick will shrunk into the smallest little wiener. Like like a baby dick, it would just be like like you know when a turtle just completely creates into his his little his little shell, just like that. It will be like, oh my god, you just broke my heart. Yeah. Well, I definitely had to like catch myself because I was like, if I have yeah. Yeah. I didn't even get the chance to let that come out of my yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing with me also with one night stands. I, I just can't, I can't. I mean, I'm just different, man. Like, I was a stripper. So you know how many one night, well, you know, I, I, this this I talked last in the last uh, 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 show. You know how many one hour stands I've had before? Like, it, it like, I used to have sex with the bride. So it was, or, or like get hand jobs with the, uh, from the brides. So like, like it wasn't like for me, one night stands no longer hold any value because 
I don't know, man. I'm I'm a, I'm also a romantic. Like I I watch it, uh, chick flicks. I I just really love to like entertain. Well, what's the one you're the wedding entertain. planner? Not the wedding planner. Huh? <laughs> you're watching oh, the wedding date. Yeah. Like. Oh, bro. Like I'm not. I'm not really. Like I don't. I don't really like nightlife. I'm. I'm more of like. Let's go. Yeah, I know you do, Cody. That's what you're talking about. I'm all like, let's, yep. you know, let's go to, let's go to a restaurant during the day. Uh, let's, let's have a really good food. Let's get fucked up in the restaurant, but by 7 p.m. I need to be tucked in, watching Netflix. You know, already Martha's like I have. You know, we live very close. You, 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 you gave you live in the neighborhood. What's up, man? What's up? Yeah. Uh, uh, so we're very close. So we, I just gotta order Martha's Bakery, and you know, it's just like. Yeah, I gotta be, I gotta be tucked in. Yeah, so it's just like for me, why not stand? Don't do it. Like when, whenever, like I was, I was showing a uh, uh, Cody, I was sending screenshots, and my friend Kim was like, like all these girls just want. I mean, hey, I get it. You should be, you should have bigger problems than everybody wanting to D No, it's not one. Not for me. I just think that they probably haven't had sex in a minute, and I just been like. I look, they, they look like I, I, I would probably be at the good rundown. And I'm like, I do not. Because I'm like, let's let's go out first. Let's have a couple drinks. Let's order dinner. And then let's let's take a very long walk. And then if that clicks, you know, then we're going to have like very steamy, hot, dirty sex. But if that doesn't... A, 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 walk, a walk can lead to all that. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I will second have you taken a two-hour walk with your <laughs> or significant other, or a three-hour walk? No, I'm on Grinder. It's usually like a, <laughs> a two-minute. Is it a two-minute cap? Is it two-minute? Yeah, it's like, like come yeah. on. Who's hosting? Literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Cody's like literally come over and then also come over. Like literally. Correct. Yeah, like both comes. Yes. But also, I don't think I need to drink. Uh, I'm going in. I still want to decide as well. Great, man. Thank you. It was nice meeting you guys, too. Thank you so much. Yay, thank you, for, thank you for interacting. You were the fucking boss. Guys, this is Ron Leon, Triple FM. This was a raw edition. Gay Snow is saying goodbye. He just based us today. Gay, uh, last words. Give us a message before you leave. Doesn't have to be an advice, just something that you live by. Um, always be yourself unapologetically. <laughs> If you're trying to sell yourself, you can't sell something fake, so just be who you are and be it every day. Go. I love that. I love that. I appreciate that. All right, guys. This was Gabe Snow. Here, guys. Thank you so Rock. much. Beautiful. Bye, Gabe. See you guys. Bye, girl. This <laughs> 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 is it Clubhouse? Yeah, it's on Clubhouse. I'm oh, filming now, live also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also filming. <laughs> So his friend Chris, Chris and his girlfriend Carolyn hosted, not hosted, but like they put together dinner. Another one of their friends was in town. This is the way I understood it. Chris was like, y'all should meet. We're going to eat dinner on Monday night. So I was like, cool. I'll see you there. That was literally it. And so then when we were talking, um, I said something about, um, oh, I think I told you I was meeting with the folks at Talia, the beer place. Yeah. Yeah, you did. And he was like, oh, why don't you 
place that's really close by. Da, da, da. And I was like, oh, my friend Ron lives over in like 101 Bedford. He's like, that's the building I live in. Right. Oh, like damn. column B, also column B, floor three, also <laughs> floor three, like very creepy. Yeah. Very creepy. Well, you just left and you were like, you're back. Here. Like, where are you going? <laughs> I wasn't leaving you, I promise. Don't worry. <laughs> then she like pops up with you. I'm like, okay, who's that? That's <laughs> <laughs> me. I know, I'm sorry, I don't have ketchup, so you guys good, man. No, I'm here for the hot sauce. I'm here for the hot sauce. Do you live in this building? No, I actually live in Queens. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Queens where? Forest Hills. Oh, so I know it well. We met! Last week. On video chat for hours. Actually, while Chris was there. I wasn't wait, wait, Chris, I wasn't even, my friend Chris I wasn't even aware that that happened. But right. No, but when I was saying, like, oh, my friend Chris organized this dinner, it was the Chris that you guys met last week. But he's not Chris now is dating. Well, he's probably on the spectrum. He's gonna be somewhere. I thought so, because like when we yeah. I, I was thought, like, I was like, I was like, oh, they're having like a girls' night, like so they're having wine. I thought Chris was gay. And then he's yeah, right. I thought he was. I honestly thought he was gay. And then he's like, oh yeah, like I'm seeing some girl. I was like, are you sure? They've been together for four years. But that's not just like a just seeing. He's definitely. He's somewhere on the spectrum. He's definitely. Made comments to me many times, so maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. He's, he's probably all over the place. It's fine. Good for him. Yeah. 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 Hey, so, no, 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 no. Hey, there's no judgment here. If he likes a D, if he likes to put it to D, and if he likes to get the D, oh. Good day. Two. Two. Hers. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they were on Scott's cheap flights, and it was like $300 round trip to me. Really? What do you love? Bye. In November. Okay. Three hundred dollars. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. It'll be open by then. Yeah. It's still in like full lockdown right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Europeans, no offense, take your time to do anything. Mm-hmm. So of course, like they lock down and like open up and lock down, open up. Mm-hmm. They're now on their like fourth lockdown. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I was there for two, two and a half. Two and a half what lockdowns? Yeah, I went back to France and like spent two lockdowns there. <laughs> How long wow. did that span? Uh, three months and another one was two and a half months. They can't figure like they cannot get it together. Yeah, I'm Sweet damn time. Is it because people aren't cooperating or is it because they're actually just taking too long to reopen? They can't roll out the, sorry. They okay. can't roll out the, um, the vaccine quick enough. You'll never see a mayonnaise come <laughs> <laughs> Like that's so much mayo. Never. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's just there's less, uh, there's less pressure to go fast. In America, there's a lot of pressure to go fast all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's pressure on the government, there's pressure on companies, there's pressure on the system, there's pressure on people together, you know. There's pressure at all <laughs> France are just like, we'll, we'll get there. You know, it's still chill. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. The problem is, is that, so I was there last summer, and I stayed in Paris for like two months. So they like... They're not doing like New York does and like mm-hmm. open like a certain percentage. It's like Paris is like, let's stuff our restaurants full of people. So then they have to close again. Oh yeah. Because so the spread doing, escalates. So they're not doing like a 20%, 40%. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. We're more unstructured people. Yes. Go the flow. I'm aware. <laughs> so I was actually there in, in March, early March. And same thing. They like, it was very closed. Everything was closed. 
very depressing. Like, all of the restaurants, bars, cafes, like, everything closed. Mm -hmm. Like, not Paris at all. Mm -hmm. They just, like, cannot sort it out. And Macron has no clue what he's doing. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I got real mansplained at dinner on Monday night from every fucking angle, and I was about to cut something. Wait, at our dinner? Mm-hmm. I mansplained you? I was just joking. Now, all of the men were mansplaining. <laughs> it was like the geography of that island, and I was like, I will kill wow. you. Wow. How many men? How many men were there? Oh, <laughs> it was. Uh, for That's what I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, no, no. Did not attach that <laughs> adjective. Mm. Hi, my angel. Hi. Hi. Are you going to go do modeling, what model agencying in France? Mm hmm. Why is that better than here? If that's not a loaded question, I'm just genuinely curious. Like, I, why would you prefer? I'm born and raised in New York. I'm so sick of it. All right. Like, wait, wait. We didn't get to where in Forest Hills you are. Ah, like what do you mean? Like Forest Hills is Forest Hills. Okay. <laughs> like right yeah, on. There's no excited part. Like <laughs> like Queens Boulevard, Seventy Fifth Street. Okay, I would just say the second. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I don't know. That's why she's asking. So you know, like Albertos. I do. Well, Albertos. I Austin Street, like the whole thing. Austin is great. Yeah. I know that area very well because I used to live in South Wilson Park. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. You also local from New York. Yeah, well, 18 years now. Mm -hmm. Grew up in I think that counts as local. <laughs> much. I think I know my way around. Like Across a decade, yeah. you're yeah. fine. Mm -hmm. Don't they say, like, after four years, you're in the well, United no, 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 ten years. Ten years? In D.C., I mean, it's two years, because nobody mean, stays longer than I that. I don't say that because I'm a New Yorker, but... Well, then, we take your blessing very seriously. Mm -hmm. Ten years, sorry, Ron. All right, ten years? Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I mean... It's gonna go two more years, two decades. Wow. School, it's gonna be in San Francisco. So I'm gonna get three years. Three years? Let's go. I know, so well, in town. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I'm in tech, I'm a software engineer. Okay. That's true. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love it. And I make some music inside of that. You make music? Mm -hmm. Really? Coldplay needs Daft Punk. What kind of music? Yeah. Like, yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, that I wanna hear it. Right now I'm trying to make the love the child of Coldplay and Daft Punk, yo. Yeah. Okay. I want to hear it. I'm trying to like imagine you in a court. No. What? I'm trying no. to imagine you like in a court. Me in a court? Okay. I'll just rip people apart. <laughs> She's savage. <laughs> you dress in like all black. Yes. No clothes, really? No. Nice. Oh, really? It's not real. Smoking. So you don't bring your fashion. Wow. See? Yeah, if you recall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't bring your fashion. I thought you would. I still do. Just happens to be all black. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And some white. Sure. Occasionally. Occasionally. Okay. Uh, Depends. Sometimes it's a suit dress. Mm. I'm not in court much though, because I'm a corporate lawyer, but I used to do bankruptcy a lot. And I did like big oil and gas corporate bankruptcy. That's so we would just gosh. live in court for months. Sounds fun. And then That's a step off from like a stewardess, you know? See? <laughs> see? I told you they were same same. That's my thought. Yeah. You're just very like can I get you a Diet Coke? <laughs> but also, like, I will defend your ass. Uh -huh. <laughs> or slice your throat open. You never know which. I think that's more like... <laughs> I'm welcome to anything. <laughs> a nice Diet Coke, or getting my 
throat slash those bears. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think that's more likely. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to be nice to you until we get into the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I will cut you so fast you won't even know you're bleeding. Yeah, because then we never see it coming. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, it's just like 21, two cards. <laughs> boom, boom. They're done, you dumb bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. All right, so one of the topics today was 420. You smoke? Yeah, I'm high right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Why do you know? Oh, I'm jealous. Do you do animals? Edibles, weed, yeah, whatever's there. What, um, whatever's what's there. Your, that's what's the right your, answer. That's good. Yeah, what's your best experience on edibles and what's your worst experience on edibles? Start Ooh. with the best. It's hard, man. I'm high every day, so it's really hard. I've been high every day for, like, many years. So mm-hmm. the best It's probably just making music high, I think. Music and, like, getting stoned is really, really something. Because mm-hmm. you just, like, literally are in the music, you know, literally. That's what you, like, feel. That's pretty cool. Coding music's pretty epic as well. Everything, honestly, is pretty good. Walking through the city at night, in the day, having uh, sex, chilling. That's the shit. Wait, I think you're gonna come a little closer to the camera because I really want to get this that you're saying. Um, because can I go on? Yeah. Of we're we're going on the whole shit. Sister plants, if you want. One has like big leaves, one has small leaves, which create kind of like 
the weed buds differently. Mm -hmm. And one typically gives you a high that is more of a body high that you feel more chill in, that's like great for working out, great for sleeping, great for sex. <laughs> Which one is this one? Indica. Indica. And one's uh, uh, just think of it like a couch. <laughs> yeah, sativa is more a head high, like a day high, creative, whatever. But the problem is when you smoke a lot, that those start to blend a lot. So okay. like, now, like, you don't even know which one's which. No, no, no. You feel it, but it, but the, but the high doesn't affect you in such a way. So like, you can feel, you can smoke a very strong indica. Ten years ago, if I smoked a very strong indica, I just want to be like chilling in the couch. Right now, if I smoke a very strong indica, I can go through the whole process. Same thing when it's like a very strong sativa because like you just do it a lot, right? So like you have a lot of like tolerance. Way built up. Can you build up a tolerance? Oh, you build up huge tolerance. Yeah, yeah, okay. tolerance. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. For better or for worse, right? Yeah. So okay. to say, does that mean your weed habit is much more expensive now? Uh, no, it's been roughly the same price because then you can, you know, you stop for a day, you pick it up again, you know. Well, you now it's legal too. Yeah. yeah. I know that makes it. Because it's legal, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be cheaper? Um. I mean, you'll have more, right? yeah, everything that becomes kind of like where you have a market for it, you can have more efficiency, right? So like if it's legal, first of all, you can start having weeds uh, that are, where you have more information on what you're getting. So right now, if I buy one from like a random dealer who comes to my house, uh, he's, you know, he's giving me, he has 10 weeds on him, he opens this thing, he has like 10, 20 weeds in there, you like don't really know what's in there. It's like the dude on Canal Street, the one right. Yeah, you yeah, exactly. <laughs> smell them, but like you don't know. You right? want right. If it's regulated, <laughs> essentially, you buy weed and it's like, this is, right. this, like you know, this is what's in there, this house was grown. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it'll become better, yeah, for sure. If you go to California, for example, you go to a dispensary and you have a lot more choice, you have very cheap stuff, very expensive stuff, everything in between. Weed comes in like tons of different formats. And then I want like the nutritional information. Yeah, exactly. So like here's exactly how many milligrams, yeah, exactly. how many carbs. Like, <laughs> I, I need to know. It depends on your gummy. <laughs> so, okay, so what's your worst experience with weed? With edibles or weed? Uh, I do remember that actually. Okay. Uh, I had, I probably, yeah, this one. I had an experience where I was in San Francisco and I was with a bunch of people and we did something I think it was called baseball or something, is when you, you take a hit of a bong and you keep it in while everybody takes a hit of the bong and you only exhale it once you have that the bong back. Yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. an awful idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that like melted my mind. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. That sounds not good. You just, you know, you just serve that way for a little bit and then you come out of it at some point. But, yeah. How was that? It's definitely your... Serve that way. Yeah. When I was like 17, my parents were very strict. So, like, New York State laws, like, if you get your permit or your license, you have to be home by 9 o'clock. Oh, yeah, you had a curfew. There's a curfew. So, 9 p.m. curfew. And uh, I was, like, I was 17 and a half, like, nearly there. Mm. But my parents were, like, oh, we need to be home by. And, like, I would literally skid in the driveway at, like, 9. <laughs> and I went to a friend's house, and they were, like, oh, we're going to smoke. And I was, like, cool. So we smoked. I, I got so high, and then I'm like, "No, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. You can just drive." Like, oh, no. so I drove oh, home. Oh no, this sounds terrible. I drove home high once, and then I got home, watched The Simpsons, Perfect. went to bed. Correct. Yeah. But I was like, I'm never doing that again. It was like probably the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done in my life. Because. Mm -hmm. Like, the people that I was friends with in high school, like, I don't really understand. But they were like, oh, it's it's cool to, like, smoke and, like, go drive. Like, you go for, like, L cruises. 
Not my thing. <laughs> Never doing that again. Yeah. That does yeah, not think, sound ideal. I think no. if it's like any drugs, right? you, you don't want to put yourself into situations that are going to stress you out unless you're, you're comfortable with exploring being stressed out and then you're comfortable with like, you know, in that situation, knowing that you're stressed out, figuring out how do you like calm yourself down. <laughs> but <laughs> generally speaking, you probably shouldn't put yourself in a situation that stresses you out when you're on a high. Oh yeah, no. And then they were like, here, like if you eat, you'll become less high. Oh, so like, yeah. they're like pizza, pizza, pizza. Yeah, I think drinking water, drinking water, and mm-hmm. tea is great. I'm all good, thank you. What's the difference between? I mean, functionally, not what's the difference between tea and water. But if you're high, like what is it about tea that does something better for you? Well, first of all, there's caffeine in it, right? So like literally kind of balances it out and mm. energizes you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think just drinking in general, like when you get high, you can get kind of in your head because mm. you're literally high. You're in your head, you're maybe your thoughts are wobbling a little bit mm. and drinking water brings it down. Mm. It like kind of balances it all. Okay. Yeah. All right, it's so like water. All right. Get, yeah, that is so, water, that's water, a stress. big tip to take away. Yeah, yeah. Now I know. Yeah. Drink water. And, or get up and stretch. Realize that you're still in your body stretch. and not, not in your head. You know? Stretch stretch. I don't even stretch like normally. Oh. <laughs> I have my yoga exam tomorrow night. I will then be able to teach you yoga. There you go. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yoga high is great. Yoga high is, oh. is life-changing. Interesting. Have you done a yoga high? Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, it's awesome. Not a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's really cool. It's like you not only physically, when you're high, you, you feel um, it's this weird combination of you feel painless. <clears throat> so like if you're jogging high, for example, like you just will feel the pain of jogging less. Or if you're lifting high, you like are kind of more connected to like your 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 sensation, and so you're mm-hmm. able to like I think just lift more essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in, in, a, in yoga is the same thing. You can be in a pose that like you would think is like really painful or like really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. When you're stoned, you're kind of like detaching. Your, you, you see yourself uncomfortable and in pain. You can detach yourself from that and just look at yourself being uncomfortable and in pain, and so still go to it for like an extra thirty percent, right? So I think that that's super powerful. And then you can also a big part of yoga is just moving to meditate. Uh, and when you're stoned, you kind of drop in, I think. You look at very smart, successful stoners. They all like them. Uh, <laughs> like I, I've, I've seen from afar a lot of no, but I've never met one. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's real. I'm very impressed. Because, you know, they're like taboo. They're like, oh, yeah, they're out there. When they're I was sick. in high school, the one of my very good friends was actually a... He had cancer as a child. He had leukemia. And then, like, was sort of... Wow, where did burn me down? No, it was like, the, he, he's fine now. But, but what was interesting was that, like, he was given a lot of graces because he had gone through a lot as a child. And so even in school, like, I didn't meet him until high school because my town had a bunch of different elementary schools and then two middle schools, and we didn't meet until high school. But, like, we were in a bunch of math classes together. And then he actually went, like, and... Wait, remission is when you're getting better. Yes. Relapse is a drug overdose. Whatever the version of getting cancer again is, is unfortunate. Which, sorry to interrupt you. No, but remission is when you're getting better. No, no, no. Your cancer is in remission means you have it again. No, no, remission is good. Oh, it's good? Which is weird because remission thinks they're they're in remission again. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But remission is good, I believe. Yeah, remission is good. Yeah. At least in English. Maybe in French it's different. The cancellation of a debt. You guys are correct. Yes, yeah. I've left cancer. Yes. Okay. Mm, it wasn't until a man said it. 
I'm a girly boy, please, girl. Actually, <laughs> so, okay, nobody saw that. No, don't worry about it. Nobody saw that. Don't worry. That wet sweater is fine. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody saw that. But so my fr- like my friend Eric got sick again in high school and was out for months, but. I used to, like, put together, like, the math homework, and, what, like, we were in a couple classes together, and I would just sort of be like, okay, great, I can collect all this shit and, like, bring it to his parents or, you know, whatever. Um, but what I did not know until, I assume, I think it was my senior year in high school. In high school, I did nothing. I didn't drink until I was 21. I'm making up for it now. But... Like, I didn't do anything. And so I didn't even realize that there were people in my town smoking weed. But he was the smartest guy I knew. Like, absolutely brilliant. And his parents totally knew he smoked weed all the time. And I was just like, must be because he had cancer. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Because there were a lot of, like, you know, he's suffering a lot and whatever. But... He was always a really good student, so it was kind of like, well, then who cares? He's doing what he's supposed to do, and he was, like, keeping up with all of this schoolwork, even while he was in the hospital, which is a terrible thing, but, like, okay, he's, like, doing all of these things. Great, if he wants to smoke weed, who cares? But I just remember being, like, 17, going, oh, my God, you're the smartest person I know, honestly. And also happen to smoke weed every single day. And in your parents' home at age 17. Which was something that, as far as I was concerned, was unheard. Can you bring another one for a killer? Oh, I thank you. Mm-hmm. Do you want anything? I have some more wine, yeah. Uh, there's some more so wine. but... Father God, we have wine. Yeah, we have wine. Yeah, we have wine. Hard liquor, we'll Hit him with a... Hit him with a... Hit him with a... What do you want? Which flavor? Uh, whichever. Okay. Dealer's choice, it sounds yeah, like. Oh, uh, one of those gummy bears in existence? No, but... Oh, uh, they're gone! Wait, I know what different. to bring next time. You want something different, so... Yeah. Uh, right for these. For somebody who eats so little junk food, you pour a lot of junk What is that? I don't know. Just this? Good a shit. lavender... A purple good pretzel. Shit. I don't know. Thank you. Look cute, so. Now who's the stewardess? Do you even open it for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, fridge is open. Mine does that too. Do you want the pack or? Oh, you just made it to Awful. Yeah. Bye, buddy. Mm-hmm. Awful. Uh, uh. I mean, it's all about class, right? So no. she's. No, got... I actually, I don't give a fuck about class. She's I'm got all the class. Care. She's got all the class. She's, she's Jewish, Biscoitz. Danielle is going to be good. Yeah, Danielle. She's got to be Jewish. That's Italian, so she's probably yeah. Jewish and Italian. No. And she's no. not a rapper. Like, her music is garbage. It has not even taken off. Again, just because something's not for me doesn't mean I shit on it. But I don't think that she has done anything that merits, like... I mean, she releases music, though. Is it good? Anybody could... You could put music on SoundCloud. Yeah, but you still have to make it. Oh, yeah, no. It was very easy. Yeah, but also, did she make those beats? Did she produce it? No. But Kanye doesn't make his beats or write his lyrics sometimes, you know? 
First Kanye. Sometimes. First Kanye. I might. I actually do catch him. I think Kanye Kanye pities Drews to be able to be able to chill. I do. I do think so too. He what? Killed his mom. No, How dare you? Oh, well. <laughs> that was right. That was Don't speak about Donda that way. Did he do? Did he? What? Like, no. Illuminati. Like, his mom went into, like, some plastic surgery. She went into plastic surgery. And died. What? That's not yeah. Kanye killing his mom. Why would, why, why would he, he kill wanted him? to be in the Illuminati? Oh my god, this is so good. He seemed pretty sad when his mom died. I found two white chocolate. The Illuminati was like... If you want in, it's you gotta murder your statement as well. You, you gotta murder, murder your mom. <laughs> I got what? it. What? Mm. If you wanted to do Illuminati was like, if you want in, you gotta murder your mom. There's no No way, come on, man. Donna's son had money. And she no. was like, hey, I wanted this plastic surgery procedure, and he was like, sure mom, I got you, like whatever you want. As much as the palace killed Diana. <laughs> Do you think the palace killed Diana? You need help there. I think if you want, uh, the crown makes you believe that, but the crown's fiction. So. Oh, I haven't seen oh, the no. crown. I haven't watched the crown. This one is you sure? I know that. That's great. You know, personally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was very confident. No. No. Come on. Very confident. Okay. How do you know? Because I just like sometimes trust my gut instinct. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> And I think that the crown killed Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Princess Diana. You, you they, they, no, no, I know that. Uh, oh, you know that? Yeah, okay. yeah I, know. Mm-hmm. I know. Wait, I know. come on. It's so weird, right? You cannot know that. Come on, stop yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. How would you know? Were you there? I mean, maybe because... Wait, she wait, died. no, hold on. No. She died before I was born. Were you even born? born? <laughs> yeah, no, she died right before I was born. I was like, I think you were in another life. <laughs> maybe he was in the car. I don't we know. have to be ridiculously factual. We can't just be ridiculously unfactual and we lose credibility. And that's the thing. So, were you there? You cannot be there. It cannot be physically impossible. <laughs> it, happened, it happened in a tunnel at night in Paris. Okay. <laughs> but I get it if you think that this is yours. Do you make a pilgrimage back when you go back to <laughs> I get it if you want this to be I get it if you want this to be an interpretation of what you thought the facts were. Like I get it. Hey man, like sometimes I also wish like I meet a girl with three titties and more like I watch it. That feels like, like that would be weird though. Like the asymmetry of it all. Yeah. No. That would no? Be perfectly One, fine. Two, three. Yeah. Just like the triangle is beautiful. It's I know, but I like eyes, but that doesn't mean I want to see something with three eyes. Wait, 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 wait. Would it be three titties? Like three eyes wouldn't make any man more sexually attractive. I don't know if I'm into the three titties. No. Oh, definitely one of the titties. Is it tit, tit, tit? Yeah, or like, tit tit tit. Like tit tit tit. No, I don't want to say that. Right yeah, no, like right in the middle. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Tic tac toe. Wow. <laughs> that feels like it would. Crack. That'd be weird. Right? Yeah, why? Why would that be weird? My brother is a third nipple. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got like one of them here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. My cousin, my cousin does too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. weird. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's yeah. such a weird thing. I'm like, are you a fucking dog? What's happening here? Aww. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, has, like, six nipples. It's not his, but, like, you, he didn't choose it. No, no, he did not. He grew it, though. So. <laughs> did he or did your mom? I'm pretty sure he grew it. I, I'm pretty sure she was against it, and he's like, fuck it, mom. 
Alright. Almost <laughs> like a piercing that you just like rebellious. Right? Those are what's so blueberry? I don't fucking know. I just picked them because they were pretty. I'm like, yeah, it says blueberry. I'm like, these are good. And they have dairy, so I'm gonna fart all over tomorrow and tonight. Nice. Delighted I'm going home to my yeah, space. Yeah, I was in here. I have to go over. Maybe I'll move in further down the hole. <laughs> yeah, you're too close. You're right there. That's too close. You can still smell them. Oh, it's going to be rough. You're going to be like in the middle of the night. <laughs> what is that? Oh. The fuck is that? My asshole neighbor that I didn't think I wanted to know. <laughs> my asshole neighbor is an asshole, actually. Yes, exactly. Two <laughs> ways of having run into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we? I was in Mexico most of the past. Oh, okay. Yeah, a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. All right. I got back like two weeks ago. Okay. Where in Mexico? Mexico City. And nice. uh, Tepoztlan, which is like an hour south of Mexico mm-hmm. City. Cool. And going back in a month and a half, two months. Oh, nice. To the beach this time, Sayulita. Nice. Oh, Sayulita is where, uh... You know Mark Ribeiro? Yeah. Kenny's brother. Mm-hmm. So he used to be... Do you know Sarfioga Beer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like one of their home bases, but I was going to say, like, they're Mantis and all of them are always in Sayulita. Mm. And I didn't realize how much of a haven it was during COVID. People were doing, like, for instance, like, my yoga training. There are a couple of instructors who've been in Sayulita. And there are all these, like, fitness folks who are, yeah, like, doing their Instagram lives. And they're, I'm like, I know that background. I've not been to Sayulita specifically. But, but I fucking know it now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going for a retreat as well. It'll be fun. What sort of retreat? Uh, ayahuasca. Nice! Yeah. Oh, what is it? Like the tea? Huh? Yeah, the tea, the tea. Did you share the poop? Oh, then you had a good, a good, a good... Oh, no, no, I'm going. I'm going. Too oh, much. you're going? Yeah. Wait. So he was there, but he's going back. I was gonna, I was there, like, just hanging out, and then I'm going back for that ayahuasca retreat. In June? Yeah, in June. Oh. We have some info. I'm going to go. It's called Sacred Earth. Okay. Yeah, but there's plenty happening now. Have you heard of Campo? I want to go in Peru, though. That's like something with, like, frog. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Campo? No, it's not Campo. Campo, yes. My friend's there right now, and he's on doing Campo, and, like, literally have some, like, blisters, and then you, like, inject the frog poison into your arm. What? Is that my Is that my I just had deja vu so bad. Chelsea has the of you saying this, and it's just all like like the mirror of you. <laughs> just that. No, just like you know, my, my subconscious never met you before. But I'm just like going out like, oh, that was you. One of my good friends is in Mexico right now, and he texted me yesterday. He's like, I'm going to do Campo. I was like, oh, cool. Like I love yoga. So then I Google. <laughs> And it's apparently like you like so like there's this procedure. It's like it's like ayahuasca. So you okay? I I would do this like ever and like I I don't know if he's like retarded. I don't know. So retarded. Apparently you you burn yourself with some sticks and then it okay wait okay and then it and then it makes blisters. Cool. So then you. On board. Cut the blisters off. And you <laughs> and you inject it with this frog poison? Like there's a big frog that looks like a tree frog? It's gotta be 5MO DMT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The toe? Do they call it the toe? 
Oh yeah, that is it. I don't know. Yeah, it's all this. It's five M O D M T. It's all Google. Like Rufus, is it called Rufus Alberius? No, you listen to too much Joe Rogan. No, I listen to Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. It's called Cambo. Okay. And apparently, in in the blisters, you are so afraid right now. I am afraid for my died. He did it again today. And apparently you inject the frog's poison into your blisters. Okay. How would that go into your bloodstream if you're injecting into the blister? But why would you even need to blister your skin if you were going to inject anything that by definition gets subdermal? Do, do we have to go it, to your bloodstream? Like, He's like, I don't know. I, 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 I googled and I was like, oh, I thought it was yoga. Like, okay, this is what I know that is based from a frog, and this is because I listened to Mike Tyson's podcast, which is called Hot Boxing, and it's amazing. Or is it called oh, Hot Boxing? Hey guys, it's Ron Lee and Triple FM. We're doing the raw version. We have Cody Phillips mm-hmm. in the studio. We have Kaylin Slash. Jules. Jules, we got yeah, fucking yeah. Jules today. <laughs> the most elite, successful, progressive, proactive stoner I've ever met in person. That's actually true. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it is fucking true. Yeah, true. And, and and I have recorded and I thought it's gonna be an amazing content once it goes live. <laughs> You're going to be able to say, he, he gave us a whole rundown about marijuana, which is a very good information that you need, wow. that you should know. Although now we're talking about 5-MO-D-M-T, which is also uh, called Rufus Alberius, which is the tone, as generically speaking. And that's what I believe that Cody's talking about. Now, the toad, it's a frog, and yeah, it's toad. based in Mexico, okay. and what it has, a frog uh, develops this poison on its skin when it's getting, when it's, a, when it's about to be attacked, and what it does is, like, usually they get attacked by, like, snakes, or, like, um, like, like, uh, squirrels, French or, like, people, French people, <laughs> yeah, 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 they look your frog <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and what it does is that they release this um, MDMT um, 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 molecule, like a secretion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a sweat. Mm. So when, um. the, yeah, it's just like cum. Yeah. So there is this DMT cum <laughs> in their skin, in their pores. So when the predator is trying to swallow them, spits them def- right out. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes, because he cannot doesn't have to like it's so strong that it doesn't have to force to keep swallowing or keep chewing. Okay. And most most um predators that that goes to to uh, uh hunt this animal, mm-hmm. they don't chew. They just swallow. Okay. They're just like um so the animal becomes like a bulimic white girl. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. I wouldn't be able to. But yes, she said it. So great. Um, so she becomes a, a, a bulimic white girl. Spits out the, the, uh, the toad back again. And then the toad just walks away. And just lives this, this fucking animal gone in a high dimension of fucking Jupiter. And it's and for <laughs> us, it's the best. It's what is known as of now, the closest that we can get to God, or to whatever we believe that is our God, mm-hmm. if you have any. Okay. So, and I've been very. What if you're godless. But if you're godless, and 
you must have believed in something. You forgot this, right? You believe in like, believe in the abyss. You're yeah, I, I have to say though, the when I when I see a frog, the last thing I'm gonna do is like inject whatever comes out of there. No, you didn't inject. You well, inject. what he's talking about is injection. Really? Shall so I read weird. the Ricky article? Off? Yes, do read. Okay. Okay. Should, Should I do a dramatic read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just have to say, the, please when, I, when I see a frog, the last thing I want to do is rub it on my skin. Well, they didn't show you the frog. They just show you the molecule. Like, they show you already yeah, the, the process shit. Yeah, let's say you don't see the frog. It's just like a little bit of liquid, liquid that, you yeah. them, that you put inside of you. That you lick, that you snore, that you like. Yeah, you know, you do I like snoring. I like um, drinking booze. I don't think I would lick a frog, but yeah. why not? I don't know, like a frog, frog but you know, yeah, yeah, but you eat all types of animals in different ways constantly all the time. Would you like a frog? If it was five years, but apparently that's not the way we're supposed to do it. I mean, but unless the frog's going to kill me, licking it's fine, right? So, like, will it be enjoyable? Probably not. So you look at a frog. Would you lick a dirty pussy? Probably have at some point or another. Oh my <laughs> so god, no. No long life, you? Oh my god, I, I cannot. I love... I'm, I'm the I'm the type of guy that like I'm the whole with the whole high power eating your girl right, but if it's mouse, hey, I'm from the coast. I know my ceviche. Oh. <laughs> it must be fresh. <laughs> if it's if it's stale, fuck that. I am so sorry, but with the bottom of my heart, especially because I don't like to use condoms. The worst part. Is <laughs> we are not. I need ceviche in this house, and I'm now very upset about it. <laughs> She, yeah, I am not eating. I am not eating. I'm not eating expired yeah, pussy. You know, I just can't. Sometimes it's not about you, you know. <laughs> sometimes, but if it's if, if I'm including the equation, it is about me as well, you know. Yeah, sometimes you gotta just give. No, no, no. I I practice unconditional love until that point. Yeah, until that point. Yeah, if I yeah, feel like I'm my tongue is gonna be in trouble afterwards, Listen, my throat. I have to say, I. With your vast experience of eating pussy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You actually right. ate pussy. You ate pussy, right? Did you? No, you fuck girls, but you never ate pussy. I've I've had a few some, yeah. or some. Oh, it doesn't count. Yeah. Or like pulling somebody else's hair back. Well, but that's I'm it's like the one thing I've always kind of as a gaybo revolted against. I'm like, I'll do any. Like, I was in this, like, foursome, and I was like, okay, like, let's do this. Sis. <laughs> <laughs> that, just that wink alone upset me. Yeah, I would be like, it. you can't come anywhere near this. <laughs> no, it was with that fucking porn stash in the wink. I was like, no In the moment, I was like... I was like, I was like, all right, let's let's do this. Nah, the metal gate has dropped. <laughs> and I was like, I actually couldn't stay hard to have sex with these two girls that were in this bed. Were they hot? Were they hot? Oh God, no. Have you been, <laughs> have, have you been in a foursome before? They're never hot. No, they are. So, I was like, mine were just like America's Next Top Model and she was like, The one thing I could never bring my mind to was licking a vagina. And I, like, because I picture it as like a, um... Venus Blackjack. No, like... <laughs> 
Like a tuna subway sandwich. Wow. Okay. Wrong vagina. Yo, wrong vagina. <laughs> okay. Wrong vagina. Let's be fucking real. Vaginas are not supposed <laughs> to, to smell. To be clear. Let's just be clear. Vaginas are not supposed to smell good. They're supposed to smell mm. like fucking vagina, and it's okay. But I like that. Like mouth. No, man. No, like what? Like, like vagina is supposed to smell like fucking pH, and I get it. I love it. Like. If I want to have the sensation that I'm fucking a woman, so if it smells like fucking douche flower, whatever, I'm like, you're probably into some shit that I'm not aware of anymore, and I don't want any of this. Um, I needed to, I needed to smell like I wanted to be hair, like hairy as fuck, like seventies, all bush pussy. But that's new. Three tits, seventies, three seventies, all like primal, primal. It has to be like. I see it, I'm like, whoa, I am so going to town. But if it smells so, like. So you see, like, a If it smells like, like. I want to go in there. Oh, yeah, I want to. I want the hairs to get chunked in my fucking throat. Why am I in this store, bro? Yeah, no, that's 100% sure. It, and it happens. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, that's, this is good pussy. Anyhow, but if it, if it smells expired, you know, like, you know, that salsa, like, this salsa looks really good. Like, oh, yeah, it's organic and everything, you know? And it's beautiful. Once you open it, you smell it. Smell the fucking, like, sour onion. I'm like, come on, son. You don't want to put your fucking tongue in there. Like, get the fuck out of it. Like, no, this is good. I'm telling you, I'm relating and I'm making a relationship with pussy, bro. What? No, that was good salsa. I don't know. And, and, and you know, you can only even imagine, like, if that's a smell already, like, how would you even think, like, the cum is going to taste like more? Oh, I know, right? I've tasted some very funky. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it hasn't been, I'm like, yeah, just, I just like the thought. Yeah, this is not. Get me out of here! I need to take a walk. We're <laughs> right. gonna walk it off. This is not. This is not good. Yeah. I've done some very funky. Where does it go? Where does it go? It's just under. It's what do you mean? Cock. Guys, we're gonna hear stories about the expired cocks as well. <laughs> expired cock, expired cum. No, girls love the smell of like dirty walls. What? I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you that we will use condoms again. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. But like, I don't know. Sometimes it just happens. What about dick that smells like fucking cheese? Okay, I have been blessed. She, she likes cheese. I do love cheese, but hashtag blessed that I've not come across. I've not had to suffer that experience. But there's been like, it's not always sunshine and roses. What you guys are saying is basically people should shower before they have sex. No, no, no. no here's the thing. No, like, no, I actually, I think this is the I, like the actual reality of things is that like. I think that you have to, like, gauge life on a spectrum of just, like, listen, I love the shit out of you as a human, and, like, it would be great for us to have sex right now and, like, not run for a shower. Is it going to, like, be the best possible experience from my end? No. Probably not. No. But also, like, 
like, do I give that much of a fuck? No. Mm-mm. No. If I was going to be, like, upset about it, I'd be like, yo, let's hop in the shower real quick. But, like, you know, like, like, not every, not every sexual experience is, like, oh, my God, I almost used R. Kelly and then realized what a catastrophe that was for sexual experiences. But it's not like a music video of, like, fucking, but also, don't ever lay out rose petals. Just don't do it. Anyway. Uh-huh. Just, I believe you. I do. I, but you know what? I feel like you were honest shit, about shit it. I was on it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was on it. I wanted to give her a surprise. But for the same reason that I don't think you wanting to always pick up the check is chauvinistic. Like, I think that's just a way that you express love. Mm-hmm. And it is very honest. Like, I think that's a very big difference between, like, who the activity is centered upon. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you in a... In a frictionless world, if we're talking about, like, the simple sort of, would I think that somebody paying for something all the time was obnoxious? It depends. It depends. It straight up just depends. And it depends on what they think they're doing. Is it because you think it's a power dynamic or that's just how you show, hey, like, I love you and I want to take care of you. Let me do this thing. Like, those are very different things. I also think, like... A laying out the rose petals is like, did you just think that was a nice thing to do? Or did you see that in a music video and you felt like like that would get you something else? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it all it all comes back to like whatever the intention is behind it. Mm-hmm. So that was a really big detour to say, yes, I believe you've laid out rose petals, but I don't think it was probably like a cheesy activity. But what, sure that, like, why, but what does that have to do with like I'm just saying like thing, no I'm just saying like it's just not always going to be some music video like sex is not always sure. especially if you like love someone and you're in a long term relationship whatever it's like look we've ha- we've both been like out all day we've been running around we've been doing this that and the other or like we're out and we've been out all day but like we're in a bathroom at a restaurant like yeah. look it's not always going to be some like well orchestrated and beautifully lit experience so if it's like, look, someone's like sweaty, or if it's been a long day, or it's just if it's just like not that fresh, it's not my favorite. But really? you sort of like you take the greater good. This is yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you, and I this is what I believe. Like if take you're it to a bathroom. Well, not taking to a bathroom. The opposite. Like if we, if we, <laughs> yeah, if we both have, if you need a square park. I've scars <laughs> No, I love the easy bathrooms. Well, uh, they are beautiful. The standard hotel bathrooms are clean. That's yeah. why I got fired. Anyhow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot of cocaine there. Yeah, yeah. I also I also have. But um in the bathroom? Yeah, the bond. Yeah. Oh, you're saying in a French way in the room. Boom room. Yeah. Um and no, this is what I. This is this is my <laughs> the box. This is my experience. Yeah, Lori's. Uh, my experience is that um, if you love, if you are comfortable, and if you love someone, if you love your partner, my experience. I'm not gonna say what anyone's. So, if I like your odor, because I it gets to a point where it gets so personal that I'm sharing your bad breath in the morning. If I'm comfortable with that shit. Like, this is the most vulnerable, like, yeah. I'm not, hey, okay, there's, between that and also me um, knowing that, know, knowing that you're taking a shit and you're leaving the door open, like, I don't want, I don't want any part of it. So, like, no, 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 no. no shit, but yes to bad breath. No, 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 no. 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 yes. Even in the morning, I'm like, 
do not kiss me. Like, <laughs> close mouth, like, peck me on the cheek, fine. Do oh, not, no, how dare you? Do, do not, like, make out with me. Oh, my morning. God. I morning have great breath in the morning, so. Morning breath? <laughs> mm. You know that you like a person if you have them in the morning breath, because that's when you get to know. I, I guess I have not liked anybody then. Oh, my Ever? God. Just never. Morning breath is delicious. Forget it. Oh, my God. Say a cup. Say a couple, say a couple nice things to that other significant other, and you smell them, and you taste them, and their mouth is so warm. And guess what? Their pussy's gonna be so warm too. If you breathe, it's the best fucking thing. You're not wrong. There you go. You see? That's good. I'm glad we connected in that. Same thing. Hey, this is what I was saying. Now, I do agree with this, and, 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 and I'm sorry, uh, but I'm just going to strongly disagree if you guys disagree with this. I've only eaten ass from my girlfriend, so the only possible way that I can eat an ass or get my ass eaten is if I shower or they shower. Otherwise... I feel like that's a fair rule. Yeah, it's just like, because poop goes out of there. Yeah. I, I I'm sorry. Say, if I'm going to put it in my mouth... I'm a, I'm a gay, like... Again. What? Yeah. What? Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't know. I'm sorry. I feel like we have to reevaluate yeah. the entire I think you like, like pussy all the time. It was so clear. That porn stash was like, infinitely clear. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Clean over here. You have come. <laughs> So I'm a gay. So I'm a gay. I will not eat ass. I just. I really? Why not? You know what? It's a personal choice you're allowed to make. Why? Um, because I I like being clean. Okay, what about getting your ass licked? You don't like that either. No? No. Really? Just... I like getting my ass licked, bro. <laughs> I get my ass licked. Alright. I mean, I don't bend over. Alright, different strokes. I don't, be, I don't bend over, but you know, I like very comfortable masculine spread no, my like, head while she's going, you know. He's, he's very like... like Eat ass or else, like or else what? Not my thing. Not mm. my thing. Or your card is revoked. Like what happens? Interesting. Wait, can I? So last week. <laughs> did not get it. Uh, we're gonna next. <laughs> I'm, I did not get it. I. She just wondered if you needed a formal business card to. Prove. Wait, is it one chips? No, 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 no. Uh, uh-uh. uh, not open. No. Yeah, why not? Oh, wow. No, no, no. I'm eating the small ones. Wow, good. This is so crumbs. I like crumbs. You should see the minute. Uh, <laughs> well, why, uh, why are you comparison? I'm not saying you're such a thriving um, scene here. Such a good joke. You're in Paris. I'm sorry. Such a thriving scene here for you. Do why you go to Paris? Learn a new country. New York. Oh, I love New York. Have you had sex with Frenchmen? Uh, yes. You want to talk about smelly? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about smell? <laughs> yes, I have slept with French men before. Oh, you smell it? Are you smelling? I'm yeah. like Tyson. I try not to. <laughs> they're not so smelly, are they? Oh, they're smelly. I oh. try not to smell. Like, Wait, are they good lovers? Oh yeah, it's like a whole like romantic thing. <laughs> so they're good lovers, but they smell. <laughs> Interesting. We all know this, mm. right? Smelly? No, not you. Stop. No, 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 no,
We were, he was French when we were in Milan. He was French and now he's not? No, he is French. <laughs> he's, French. he's French. We were mm-hmm. in Milan. And he goes to take off his sweater and he's like, now I'm really going to smell. Oh. So, and so, you're like, I really smelled you. I am. So he knows. He knows he smells. He knows he smells. Damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good smelly lovers. Cool. I'll take it. Hey, not against it. As long as I don't have to eat pussy, I'm fine. <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say this. I so I only wear a natural deodorant now. Mike Tyson, no. Oh, you um, smell terrible. No, I smell really good. But I was wearing this this other one that gave me that gave me an irritation, and that's so weird because I've been wearing it for a minute now, and it just it recently started giving me an irritation, and now I've been trying different ones. And it was like the irritation was so bad that I had to stop wearing the deodorants. You know, I still go over my activities throughout the day. Yeah. And I would realize myself, like, oh, this is not. <laughs> like, I'm starting to smell a real funky. You know, my lion is coming out. You're what? My lion. So That's I've been, said. yeah, so <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been talking, I've been, I've been talking with this human lately. And, you know, we, we see each other. Human. And, yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, parking not. lot that because I need an update. Yeah, 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 no, 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 that's all we needed to know. Um, Hi, baby. Anyhow, so I was like, I wasn't wearing deodorant for a couple of days. So she, you know, she came over and we're having a little fun. And that's another, and I can say this over there. I still can't fuck. You can't fuck? No. Because I, I got in a really, I got in a two, two year and a half relationship. And like, I'm still having issues with like, Getting used to a different body. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I just got out of a year-long relationship. Okay, but right there. Yeah. yeah. So, but have you have you gone past that? Already? I haven't tried. No, no. I'm just okay. chilling. Yeah. Yeah. How long? How long since you haven't had sex? Mid-February, probably. Okay, so we're almost the same thing. Yeah, same deal. Yeah, so three months. Wow. <laughs> yeah, three months. Yeah, three months. <laughs> no, very much. April, May, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it. three months. So I, I, for me, it's almost, it's, this Sunday, this Monday is going to be three months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not that we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three months. Do you have a calendar? No, I just come very sure, sure to uh, invite that. Yeah, we're just going to We actually have met. We just like completely prepared all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we're like, we're going to agree and disagree. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Anyhow, for both of you. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I just like, I, as soon as like, I was wearing this one, this exact same shirt, and I just like took it up. And I like, before I took it off, I tell her, hey, um, so I have an irritation in my kit. And this is like the worst, like, like moment. Now we're on the deodorant Yeah, it's like, this is the worst moment killer that you can tell to somebody, I guess. Like, I have an irritation in my kit. It's like, um, I don't know. It feels like an irritation smell, elsewhere would be much worse. Well, I was like, armpits are fine. I smell like a gladiator, and she's like, she's like, what? So like, I took, I just show you. So I like took my shirt off, and then I show her, and I'm like, 
oh no and she's just like she's like super nice she's like oh no I don't care and I'm like oh for real and then I thought gonna be, she, somebody's gonna be like laying your okay am I laying in the same Laying here in bed, like, oh my god. There was no, there's no comment there. Okay? I watched the game. You're, you're like, laying on the warm spot. Like, yes. Cody, I hate you. No, you don't. So, Kayla, that hair like best friends now. That is kind of disappointment, anyways, because I was like, I'm sorry, but. I would love for someone to show me a human who was like, oh my god, you have a rash under your armpits. Like, I'll see you later. It's been fun. No, but maybe she just like gets but awkward. I was Melly. I was Melly. gets awkward, right? Yeah, it was awkward. She didn't get awkward. She was just like, it's cool. But then he was Yeah, can you imagine if I did it? Because I'm, I'm like, I'm, I want to tell you, so just so you know why I smell. Because yeah. I'm fucking so clean. But then I fucking smell like, apparently, what's his name, Matthew McConaughey doesn't wear deodorant. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't wear deodorant, and he's like, just like, you know what the trick is? On uh, natural. My ex-girlfriend actually told me this. The trick is you gotta use alcohol, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, like, oh boy, like pharmacy alcohol, like oh. and wipe your uh, pits when you're not using deodorant, because the problem is Spectre. the bacteria <laughs> build up. Yeah, and they start smelling, and with soap it doesn't work, it doesn't clean. So you literally have to put like two drops of alcohol, clean your pits, and then and everything out. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, then you I have to the yeah. yeah. So. Gentlemen in the back. <laughs> yeah, because Japanese people don't wear the order. It's a or women. It's a sweat less. No. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> Wait, so. You're French. Yes, he is. So, do you wear deodorant? Oh. Or like, what's the deal? Because honestly, when I was there last summer, I tried to find it. It was hard to find. No, you can, no, you can buy it. Um, I grew up uh, wearing deodorant, and then this past year and a half, I was dating somebody who was all natural all the time, and so I switched from like deodorants to natural deodorants, and I say switch from natural to none, and like the alcohol thing. And now I'm like, I wear deodorant if I'm like going out, but if I'm like throughout the day, no. You know what? No. Also, do you smell? Do you see yourself smelling? I mean, if I wake up and I don't shower and I'm working and I'm working out, I'll be smelling. Yeah. But that's expected. But that's normal. You gotta go. Yeah. Pee. Well, there's something about like I even like smell myself. I'm like, okay, I need to like rub. I still have Williams deodorant from Paris. So, like, I still like rub on myself. Huh. Yeah. Who's smelling? I don't know. Ask him. I, I I think the idea is more like you you want to wear you want to wear deodorant if you're like going out you know if you're going out dancing like you're gonna sweat a lot you probably want to wear deodorant but you probably don't want to wear deodorant all the time every day no uh, because like it's a natural system that your body has to just like clean shit out you know so you want to treat that with like you know deodorant fundamentally blocks it right and so you want to like treat your your system mm-hmm. with um without blocking it all the time. Those anti yeah, those are the ones that are the worst because mm-hmm. your body has to sweat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's more like you let it sweat, but then you clean and you clean with alcohol so that it like gets rid of all the smell. Oh, I don't know about alcohol, man. I think that that's gonna that's gonna hurt my pits. No, no, I don't know. What are you blob all in your face? Have you? But why would it? But, no, it doesn't hurt. Why would it? Are you clapping? Why are you pouring it? Well, I have an irritation. No, it's uh, getting. It's not like, better. I'm allergic to pretty much any deodorant. Maybe it would be. Uh, but once you're done with the irritation, then you can put the alcohol. Yeah, I'll try it. You know. I don't 
<laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Because I'm all, all, all into like um, natural deodorants now. And I love them. I Hi, feel Rose. like I feel a lot better. I, I immediately, within the first week, realized of the switch. Because every time I get everyone. one. Um, I wear like, uh, this is the one that They're very good. This is it, guys. <laughs> Akira, welcome to Skin Wellness. Lemon, verbena, deodorant. Vegan, 0% pretentious. Seems 100% pretentious. <laughs> Did you say that? Smells good. That's good. My, my pits are happy, so. Very good. Aluminum-free, paraben-free, sulfate-free, mineral-oil-free, petroleum-free, silicone-free, propylene, glycol-free, and cruelty-free. It's saliva with lemon. That's what it is. Saliva with lemon. Okay. Yeah. Coconut oil, cornstarch, wax, shea butter, almond oil, 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 lemongrass, vitamin It's just sugar. all this oil. Great. Okay. What kind of fighting is this? Oh, MMA. That was a long time ago. Oh. Hey, hey, stop being a little kitty. It's not that long ago. Yeah, it's not that long like six years ago. Would uh-huh. you still fight? Yeah. But not, not for them anymore, but yeah. Uh, like a hobby or is like a... No, that's my career. My career. Yeah. 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 Where you go? When's the next Paranoco fight? Hopefully next month. That's exciting. You're in New York? No, in uh, Miami. In Miami? Yeah. Is there anything in New York? No, not yet. There's no events. There's no events. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Florida doesn't give a fuck. Florida oh, never give a They're like, sure, just put a whole bunch of people in a room. No. Stadium, whatever. Sweet, dude. I'd love to go there. Well, I'm in New York. I'll come check it out. Oh, yeah. No, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have you up on the projector. Definitely. From Miami? Yeah. We'll have a nice little event. I mean, we got a nice little event going on next week. I know! I know. This is so yeah. Does everybody hey, know hey. Decor? No, No, great. Have you seen the Tizen documentary? No, not yet. Oh, man. I'm going to watch it. It's great. Yeah, it's on uh, HBO, right? HBO, HBO Max. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got to watch it. Do you watch it? No, but I know it's on HBO Max. Yeah, because I have it, and that's another reason. That's what I was missing, and I was looking the other day that I didn't couldn't find. I was like, what the fuck am I going to watch? And you ended up on the wedding date instead. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm such a wet... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you remember. I know, because I was like, mm, I saw that on a plane, and I remember being like, this should have been terrible, but it wasn't that bad. It's awesome. It's an awesome movie. It's not the they best. They can make that movie anymore. But it's not bad. They can make that movie right now. <laughs> no, because it, it will be so uh, misjudged. Oh my god, yeah, this is just another man trying to take advantage of the needs of women and blah 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 blah. What? Yeah, it will be such a very bad. I don't think so. Yeah. And I would say I'm about the most raging feminist you'll find for a while. Yeah. And Just that. like can they make can they make a pretty woman back again? That money fucking woman rocks. Can they it's make it again? I yeah. know it rocks. You know why? Because she ends up being able to tell everybody to fuck off. But they, that's why. They still cannot make it again. That sure they can. You know how they will make it again? If all the actors were black, then no. No, I would actually submit to the jury. 
Me I would submit that Pretty Woman could be made especially now because if the demographic you're worried about is, let's say, like, angry feminists, in air quotes, because it's, right, whatever that means to you. But if the demographic you're worried about is like, oh, you can't do that because it subjugates women and it puts them in a position where, you know, they'd be mad about you assuming that they needed a guy to take care of it, whatever it is. Now, you've actually sort of like pole vaulted over a serious number of issues that you could have had with the movie. And now, people would be saying, good for her. If she's a prostitute, like that's her. She owns her body. She's decided what to do with it. She's empowered herself and good. She took, like she got this man on her Like that's what I think you could actually end up framing a 2021 Pretty Woman on is that like I worked in anti-human trafficking for a long time but why? because it's not? a bad thing and I would like to help stop it oh nice okay yeah so Mike Dyson but part of human trafficking uh, by definition is forced prostitution but like the stance that the organization hey. I worked for was like a very pro sex work as in if you've decided that you want to sell sex great that's your choice that's some other consenting adults choice great and we were working to abolish laws in a bunch of states that criminalize prostitution because like you shouldn't be arresting women for selling sex when there are adult consenting buyers on the market, right? So if like men want to buy sex, that's the whole thing. And so, but they were arresting the women and not the men purchasing sex. And it's like, well, that's imbalanced and that's unfair. If you're going to criminalize it, like criminalize prostitution as a whole, but don't arrest the women, either arrest them both or neither. But it doesn't matter. But that this is where I think like you actually really could get a pretty woman 2021 is that most Maybe not most, I don't know. But a lot of very, very staunch feminists would say, great, she made the choice to be a prostitute. She, like, hooked up with this guy, and then she, it was all self-determination. At no point was she, like, you know, even in the movie that was from the 80s. Yeah, in the 80s, even the movie, she said she was a feminist herself because she was like I don't want to just be what are you going to sponsor me in a condo like in some other town and just pay for me to live and I'm going to be dependent on you no I don't want that I want like a real relationship and then he comes through with, uh, you know in the limo whatever whatever but like I actually think that movie would do just fine now but if it was 10 years ago when feminism was still evolving in a way that didn't really account for the self-determination of prostitution, you would have run into a different issue. And maybe people would have been up in arms being like, this is taboo, this is whatever. Now you'd be like, rock on, sis, like do what you want to do. And then like, good, you also got a castle in the sky out of it. And you got to go to like Fifth Avenue or Rodeo Drive and tell all those salespeople to fuck themselves. Good for you. Okay, I'll take that. You saw me on it. Right. They should make that movie. You know what? They should make that movie instead of fucking Ghostbusters with the female version and fucking Ocean. I'm sorry. 
I said I'm in love with you. Angel. Angel. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? Can I get you another yes. I've seen, I've seen, uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen Pretty Women, I think, I think she makes No, sense. not Pretty Women. No, just Ocean's. Ocean's. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Look at girls. No, no, no. Yeah, we'll The Ocean's movie sequel, but like, what with girls? Ocean's oh, 8. Ocean's 8. Oh, that's a bad movie. Yeah, it was a great idea, but it was a terrible movie. What about the Ghostbusters one? I haven't seen it. That's that's I only saw five. Ocean's Eight was a. It was like a great in theory, terrible in execution. They just copied no. Ocean's Eleven, and then they. I forget who the lead was. Was it like Rihanna? Rihanna. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. One of the leads was like Danny Ocean's sister, and I was like, oh, of course, you gotta like relate it back to the original movie, and like make her valid because she's related to him. Or that she's like carrying on his legacy or whatever it is. And it's like, alright. But the whole movie like just wasn't that good. Is that good? It was shit. I was excited about it, but it was just wasn't good. No, it wasn't. Because every time they make something like that, like, I know it's never going to work. And that, okay, I shouldn't say never. I just think that making something a sequel of something that was very original is not possible. Not even sequels of like the sequel of The Hangover. Like the first Hangover is fucking dope. Yeah. The second one, okay. It's okay. Wait, I will submit that out of a trilogy series, The Mighty Ducks. Which Mighty Ducks? Ah, ah. Oh man. The Mighty Ducks. What? Oh yeah. What it was it? like a. hockey team that then ended up going to like some playoffs or whatever and then in the next one the sequel they went to like the junior olympics or something mm -hmm. and then in the third one it was uh i think they were playing in like prep school or college so whatever it was it was like as they aged each thing was like a different championship that they were playing for and they were always the underdog this team was always the underdog and then they came through right so but that is one of the very few trilogies or multiple anythings where i think the second one was a hundred percent better than the first one okay and then the third one was okay and still better than the first. Oh, okay. And I'm trying to get, I, you know what? I might, um, I might. Oh, there. I might go for a call. For a call. Yeah, I think we've reached it. that hour in the evening. We have black cherry, raspberry, natural lime. Raspberry sounds great. Which rack was your favorite? I only think I've seen the two. There was a third, right? I lived for the dragon and the donkey. That's all I care about in Shrek. Thank you the so much. The dragon and the donkey. In Shrek? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, amazing. Because they're hilarious. And they're wonderful. Like, amazing. the fact that the donkey and the dragon are... Like, that is the odd couple I'm here for. But also, think about who are the actors behind it. It's like Austin Powers and Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Come on. Yeah. Austin Powers. You fucking put those together. Mike it's going to be magic. Mike Myers, yeah. Was he the dragon? No. Oh, no. He was Shrek. No, Shrek. 
Yeah, Austin Powers. Is but who was? Well, there is no dragon because the dragon doesn't say. No, the dragon doesn't speak. But Eddie Murphy's a donkey. Who's um? The Cameron Diaz is the Fiona. Who's the cat? Antonio Banderas. Ah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I am. Who's? In Hoots. That is so good. It was so, so good. Also, like Pixar, DreamWorks. And Disney, right? Yeah, but I think Disney to a lesser degree, but like Pixar and DreamWorks do these parallel tracks so well, where like down here are all the kids' jokes. And kids can watch this movie having no idea what's going on up here. But their parents can also watch the exact same movie and be like, holy shit, this is hilarious. Yeah. And like, never the two shall cross. Like the kids are never gonna get the adult humor jokes. Mm-hmm. And the adults don't have to suffer like just a, another kid's movie. That's why so I think they do a really good job. They do an amazing job. At like making this double track. I can watch I can watch all those movies. Like those are my favorite movies watching with my son because I'll be like, oh my god, I'm actually happy doing yeah. something that's gonna make me. I'm excited. Yeah, okay, like I will happily watch Shrek yeah, with you. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, oh, I love Shrek. Shrek is a shit. So what's your favorite Shrek? Oh, my favorite Shrek? Yeah. Mm. Is this a dating app question? Do you put this on Grindr? First? You should. The first Shrek, of course. Okay, why but, of course? No, when he becomes handsome, that's the favorite. That's my favorite one. Wait, when does he become handsome? Three. Three. Oh, I didn't see that one. What? Spoiler alert. Well, my favorite Disney. Not even. Oh my god, it's been like, like <laughs> so many years. My favorite animated movie is Mulan. Well, I've never the seen that one. one. The new one? No, the, no, the new one sucks. Fuck the new one. There's a new one? I never saw the first There's one. There's a live action. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not animated. It's not animated. You need to watch the original <laughs> Mulan. Okay. It's not animated. You don't want no animated shit. But I've never seen the first one. The first Mulan? Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta watch it. I think that one people have said I should watch. Yeah. And... There's a oh, Moana. Moana is very good too. That one I know that The Rock is only because I follow The Rock on Instagram and he always says that like his daughter shushes him when he tries to like <laughs> sing the songs. And Wait. He's like shush daddy. He's like that is me. <laughs> Have you seen Frozen? No. What? Why would I? Like I don't have kids. It doesn't matter. It's such a good movie. Okay. Watch Frozen. I've seen clips of it, and in particular, I've seen where one of the sisters, I don't know who, to, like, one sister says she's going to get married to somebody she just met, and her sister is like, are you crazy? And I was like, mad respect, good for you. Yeah. She's like, you can't just go marrying someone five minutes after you met him, and I was like, Disney shaping yeah. up, bringing Ooh. these feminist ideals forward, I'm here for it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go work out, man. You can go work out. It's like midnight. Yeah. All right. You work out this time? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, man. Okay. I was gonna go fucking hang here. And yet. Yeah. I think it's over, right? What time is it? It never closes. Before it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gym doesn't. You gonna take money? See ya. No, you can't. You can take everyone here. Sorry. <laughs> Me. Oh my god, I'm not going with you. Except for him. He stays right in front of you. Yeah, uh, but we'll hit it again. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh,
Exactly. Hey, 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 next time you're back. Continue. Hit me up. Hi! Cha-cha-cha. Yes, please. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Insert. Hi. 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 You look cuter in a bandana than I do. Yeah. And I think he looks cuter. He, he looks cuter than all of us. Yeah. 